the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. AM 560, The Answer. Prepare to have your mind opened. The lies of the mainstream media are about to be exposed. And the hypocrisy of the left is about to be revealed. This is a revolution in how you think about politics, race, and culture. You've tuned into Black and Right with John Anthony on AM560, The Answer. I'm coming in. Yeah, coming in hot, just like the fajita, I write what I live, my life in the speaker, I'm nice with the flow. Welcome back to this week's edition of Black and White Radio on AM560, The Answer. I'm your host, John Anthony, live in studio. Uh, we got a, I think we have a treat of a guest who we're going to be talking to shortly. Uh, if you guys recall, back on January 6th, was a young lady who lost her life. Her name was Ashley Babbitt. I mean, I think that was probably the quickest investigation I've ever seen involved in when it, as as far as it involved as as far as it involved a capital police officer and a, and a citizen of the United States of America. Uh, one of the things I I talked about on this show when it happened especially after the investigation was complete so quickly was that it was a black officer who shot a white woman who was climbing through a window at the time. And when you think about how quickly that investigation ended, I mean, it went fast and I'm so happy, you know, before, before I bring her on, I, I want to play something that um, I've, I've come to learn that there's a nightly vigil that happens in D.C. from 7 to 9.30 p.m. in honor of Ashley Babbitt. Now, I know a lot of people feel like, you know, what happened to her was a travesty. I feel that way. I really do. Um, I saw no threat. If I was that officer, I saw no threat as to... She had no weapons. We know that those people that entered the Capitol that day had no weapons on them. We know this. And to have her lose her life that senselessly still bothers me to this day. I want you to hear something from the mother of Ashley Babbitt. And we'll be having Miss Mickey Whithoff. And I hope I said her name wrong because, you know, I butcher names. But I want you to hear and listen to the pain that's in this woman's voice as she talks about her daughter. Here she goes. Thank you. I would like to say to all the people here, thank you so much for coming. Each and every one of you count. 
and the fact that there are, these are going on all over the country. There's not a lot of us here right now, but every single, every single one of you count. Thank you for being here. Thank you for being here. Thank you for organizing this. God bless you. I would like to say that my daughter lost her life that day, and the movement was slow, but it was not faltered. We faltered, but we, we can pick this back up. This country's not lost. Know that in your heart. We're not lost. And each and every patriot in the jail has a right to their to their due process. And I cannot believe these things are going on in America. I cannot believe my daughter was publicly executed and there's not even an investigation. We came from San Diego to be here today and we went to the Capitol and we um, talked to a lot of people and most of them were media because there's not patriots here. Patriots are scared to show up in numbers now and who can blame them? They're still being hunted down in their house. I would like to say that everybody in there matters and they showed up for us on January 6th and I appreciate every one of you showing up for them. But I would also like to ask where are our leaders? You know, beyond Marjorie Taylor Greene, Louis Gomer, uh, Paul Gosar, Troy Nels, and forgive me because I know I'm leaving somebody out. Matt Gates, I'm sorry, how can I forget Matt Gates? Um, yes, everybody here, and I would just like to say it's brave of you to be here, and thank you for coming. Miss Mickey Whithoff, who is has a couple of email, I mean, a couple of uh, websites, for the number four, Ashley.com. That Ashley is spelled A, Adam, S-H, S-H-L-I, for the number four, A-S-H-L-I.com, and the uh, A, the number four, justice.org. Mickey, welcome to Black and Right. Thank you. Nice to be here. I'm so happy to 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 to, to have you here. Um, now, I want to. I, I know you only have a few minutes, but I wanted to talk to us. What's the latest? Uh, and why was this investigation handled so quickly? Um, I also want to know: are, 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 is our government coming after you or any other people, um, any of your family members or any of your friends who were, or Ashley's friends that were? Is the government coming after you guys? Well, my family has been under some suspicious activity. You know, my, my husband's truck has been stolen twice in one year, which caused him to lose his livelihood, and then some background investigations. And um, my kids have, have had some things happen to them as well. And, uh, you know, ever since uh, Project Veritas came out with a, the leaked information where Ashley is on uh, um, the violent militia extremists, symbolism uh we we have had we've been on a government watch list and and uh, we've had that effect but you know there's really in, in my mind nothing worse they can do than they've already done yeah. so you know yeah and 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 did the government reach out to you as they were investigating because i'm a former police officer and when when i saw that shooting i i didn't see the threat to use lethal lethal force um, no, I don't think anybody did. And I think that, you know, the three police officers that moved out of the way and, and left that uh, window open, you know, might want to should probably answer some questions. I definitely believe Michael Byrd should answer some questions. You know, my daughter was five foot three on a high hair day and 115 pounds. So it's my belief that if he was uh, scared of my 115 pound daughter, he was absolutely in the wrong profession. Yeah. And, and what are you, so what are, what are some of the things you're up to now and in honor of Ashley? I know you guys, I said, there's a vigil that happens every night in honor of the January 6th, in honor of your your daughter's life for the J6. I, I call them patriots and political prisoners. Uh, what are you guys Absolutely. doing now? Well, we're, we are still right now. We're at reawaken in Pennsylvania, but we are heading back to DC after our two days here. And we do hold a candlelight vigil for the, um, 
our political hostages, 653 days in pretrial detention uh, with their constitutional rights being violated. Over 70 percent of them are veterans. And I don't think that America is aware of this, you know, and I also uh, don't think America is aware of the way the Capitol Police do business because they're not actually a police force or a separate arm of Congress. And they take their orders from Congress and they answer to Congress. They have no external review system. It's strictly internal. So, you know, nobody ever knows anything has gone on with the Capitol Police unless they choose to tell us, which they don't. It's kind of like asking the dog who got in the trash. And, uh, you know, um, it's just ludicrous the way things are allowed to go on. And, you know, that the investigation was cleared up so rapidly because in my mind, there were, never was an investigation. And, you know, Michael Byrd had ex, uh, prior excessive use of force issues and he had left his weapon in a public restroom. So if anybody shouldn't have been there that day, it's Michael Leroy Byrd. He should not have been there to execute my child. Wow. But, you know, as far as the government reaching out, no, we, we've had we've had no reach out from the government. I've spoken to Donald Trump a couple times, uh, President Trump, a couple times uh, about about the incident. And I have spoken with, um, you know, uh, Congressman Gosar, uh, Louis Gomer, Troy Nels, Marjorie Taylor Greene, Matt Gates. And I hope I'm not leaving anybody out, but there are just a handful. But as far as any, you know, any. Um, communication with the Capitol Police, none. And my representatives from California have been just rude. Um, you know, obviously Nancy Pelosi is one of our representatives yeah. and she absolutely does not want to talk to me despite over, you know, two dozen phone calls. Um, Diane Feinstein's people, um, they, I, I never got to talk to her, but her assistant told me that although um, my daughter's death is unfortunate, she shouldn't have stormed the Capitol oh, and that Diane Feinstein would never... Diane Feinstein would never have two minutes to talk to me. Oh, so that's that's the way my my California representatives treat me. Wow. How are you doing today? This is uh, Verlon Galloway. I want to tell you sorry for your loss. Yes. Um, I always talk about unarmed people being shot and killed by the police, and your daughter is no exception. She falls into that category. I just want to ask you, um, is there any repercussions civilly or in, anything you can do to get uh, a result from this you know, from this officer, so any kind of reimbursement or, or whatever. Wrongful death. Yeah, something Lawsuit. like that. Yeah, wrongful death. Well, it absolutely was a wrongful death. But as far as going forward legally, that's something I'm not ready to talk about right now. Yeah. But, you know, I can, I can say that, you know, um, I will never forget. I will never forget. And as long as there's a breath in me, I will be seeking justice. So that's all I have to say about about that aspect. But, you know, I, I, I hope that when Michael Byrd lays down at night to try to go to sleep, I hope he sees my daughter's face in his in, in his head, which I don't know. I don't know if he actually ever saw his face because I mean, her face, because, you know, and it, um, I feel like he just popped out and shot her. Mm. So but I, I, I hope that he has since uh, become familiar with her face. And I hope that when he tries to sleep at night, his guilty ass has trouble. Yeah, Miss uh, uh, Mickey, can can I hold you over to the segment just for a few more minutes? Because I really want to talk about the, both websites and how people can get involved. If there's any with all the things that you have going on, is that okay? Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Yeah, absolutely. All right, thank you. You're listening to Black and White Radio. We're talking with Mickey Whithoff, mother of slain uh, citizen um, Ashley Babbitt. Um, as you can see in my voice, I'm, I'm, this is like really troubling me. Um, we'll be right back. This is Black and Right with John Anthony uh, on AM560, The Answer. Welcome back to Black and Right Radio on AM560, The Answer. I'm your host, John Anthony, live in studio with my friend, my buddy, my pal, the troublemaker, Valon Galloway. 
Before the break, we were talking to Ashley Babbitt's mom, Mickey Whithoff. Um, I had to go and get on the phone with her and say, and I didn't realize how much this would affect me because um, as my, most of my listeners know that I lost my 18-year-old son, so I know the pain. I don't know the pain of, 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 of a child, losing a child via being shot senselessly um, by, a, by an officer, but m- most of you know that my son committed suicide at, uh, back in November. We're coming up on the one-year anniversary soon. So um, I just want, Mickey, I want you to know that all the people here in the state of there, you have a lot of family here in the state of Illinois who are with you, who are backing you, and will do what needs to be done to make sure that your daughter's life does not go down in vain. Well, thank you so much for that. You know, and um, I say that too that you know we just can't waste the blood and the suffering of Ashley. And I, I also want to say that you know Michael Byrd's name was withheld for so long from the American people. And that I believe that when his name was released, it was, you know, in an effort to further drive division between the races in the, in the United States of America. And I believe that we all, most of us, live in harmony next door with each other as neighbors and friends and, and coworkers. And I think that, you know, we live in harmony until the government gets involved. But I would also like to say that I feel, you know, women of black and brown children in this country have, you know, They've watched their babies be murdered for years now, and the connection to me is the powerless feeling. You know, mm-hmm. when the government or the police or officials kill your child and you have no recourse, that's that's a frustration that is just you can't articulate something yeah. like that. So, you know, we have had we have had people as far as you know standing outside the jail that you know we have the right message, but but we're the wrong messenger. And and I would agree that maybe we're late to the message, but we're not the wrong messenger because we are all people and we have more in common than we think we do. And, you know, when, when all is said and done, I would like to see some actual meaningful prison reform in this country because I don't think prisons should be a country club for our guilty men and women that are yeah. there to, you know, pay their debt to society, but we still need to treat them as humans, which doesn't, doesn't happen. As, I mean, you know, the prison systems in this country need attention. Yeah. Amen. Um, let's talk to let's talk to us about for Ashley.com. That's the number four Ashley.com and a the number four justice.org. Uh, what are these websites and, and what's the message that you're trying to get across to Americans? Well, Ashley's page has a call to action. There's a biography and, you know, it tells you about her service to this country. And there uh, you can we have a way to contact your uh, attorney general to write letters to judges. There's a, a, um, a countdown, a calendar that's the 653 days in pretrial detention for these men and uh, no proper investigation into Ashley's, um, you know, death or murder. Um, uh, my, my partner, Randy Ireland, runs a um, a for org and and he is it's all about education and giving a voice to the uh, to persecuted people and to educate the people on the constitution and what they can do moving forward you know there's also a way to donate to these men in um, in jail their individual gifts and goes because they need money to support their families and their loyal lo- uh, lawyer fees and so um you know these websites also have uh, you can follow our link to our our uh, live coverage of our our vigil every night if you wanted to do that if anybody wants to peek in and see what's going on. Yeah, and, and I, I'm, I'm personally affected by my good friend, Cash Lee Kelly, is one of those political prisoners that's in there. He's, he's oh, a friend yeah. of the show. He's been on this show. Um, I mean, I broke bread with that guy. I love that guy. And um, it's, it's just, it's senseless, you know, a lot, especially when they allow so many of them in there. 
um, and, 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 and they're mostly in there on trespassing charges. I mean, who's, yeah. who, who stays in there this long on trespassing charges? Right. Um, Misdemeanor charges yes. that they're drumming up into trying to make turn it into, you know, seditious conspiracy and, and end up with life sentences. What, well, what would amount to a life sentence for some of these people? Um, you know, veterans, veterans that serve this country. We have a, a veteran in there, Bart Shively, who uh, has non-Hodgkin's lymphoma because of his uh, exposure to Camp Lejeune. And, you know, he's being he's being left in cells without even so much as water. And um, also, we, you know, we talked to Cash Kelly he's, he, because we have a live stream where, you know, the prisoners do call and uh, talk to our live streamers through our microphone and we sing the national anthem with him every night wow. and you know cash Kelly, he, he's an amazing fellow we had his lady in the audience yeah, and he actually sang a, yeah he sang an original song to her over our mi- microphone so that was a moment too oh. he's quite a character i love oh, him he's yeah. beyond a character trust me he's beyond right? a character uh, but, but he, was right? doing, he was doing so much greatness in, in in the state of illinois and indiana where he lived and he was traveling all over the country um and, you know you when you think about the life he once lived he left that all alone, and he was really trying yep. to, to to make America great. You know, I'm sorry. Yeah, as a street light, that's what the that's street light. That's right. Light, right. Street life yeah. unity movement. That's right. Well, let me yeah. let me yep, ask you, absolutely. Let me ask you something. Um, you said something that uh caught my attention. You said prison reform. Uh, I, I've heard yes, a lot heard a lot of people talk about prison reform, but I really don't hear any details. What What are a couple of things that you think needs to happen for prison reform? Well, you know, that's a really good question. And like I said, I'm, I am new to this game and, and, and we may not be, you know, we're not the wrong messenger, we're the late messenger. But I believe, you know, first of all, I think um, guards in this country should be American citizens. And I believe that, um, you know, they should know what their constitution says and what rights these these American men have. Uh, the, the D.C. jail right now is trying to undergo an accreditation yeah. process because it was a shithole. And now they're trying to I'm sorry, but I don't know. If I can say <laughs> no, yeah. it, it, we, 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 we okay, got well, it. So don't worry about it. Okay, well, it was, you know, and and so they're trying to clean it up so they can get accredited. But I think we need, you know, we definitely need an oversight committee. We need people to go in and and actually see what's going on in these places. And, and, you know, our government wastes so much time and energy doing other things that I think that, you know, that's what we need. You know, we we require them to wear body cams, but they turn them off and do bad things anyway. So, you know, um, that is a good question. And anybody that's open to suggestion to that, you know, I, I would be happy to have some of those. But, you know, D.C. is such a cesspool. You can't touch anything. We can't even get a meeting with the warden who says things like, you know, every Trump supporter needs to be exterminated. Yes. I mean, these are the things we're up against. You know, we have guards sneaking in fentanyl. The D.C. jail has had um, on, on the general population side, they have had seven overdoses from fentanyl this year. And that needs to be looked into. You know, they absolutely I think that they should absolutely have to answer for every death that happens in there and how it happened. Yeah. You know, um, that's a start. That's yeah. a start. You know, n- nutritional um, meals, nutritious meals. These men, some of them are losing their hair yep. and losing, you know, and, and the food they do get, it's making them fat and lazy yeah. and it's all. Uh, and the you know, depression, um, depression that's that a lot of these guys and gals are going through. Absolutely. And, and you know, the, the J6 detainees, they're in, in, you know, isolation so much of the time. They've been in there almost two years and have had no visits with their family, yeah. not even video visits. So, yeah. you, you know, just like I said, I don't think prison for, for people that owe a debt to society should be a country club, but it absolutely should not be a death sentence either. You know, we shouldn't have people coming out of there with, with drug habits they didn't have going right. in or, you know, or broken bones they didn't have going in or, or um, 
you know, so many things that are happening to them. They have no medical care, which is also a problem in the, in the non-detained right. Yeah. Right. I was going to bring many that, people don't. I was, uh, was going to bring that up to medical care. Yeah. And, um, yeah. And, and, and you brought up a good point about the food. I know so many people uh, complaining about bowel problems because of the soy food that they, they eat, the food they, they think that's regular food, but it's made out of soy and everybody can't consume yep. that. Yeah, and and, and Mickey, everybody can consume that. And Mickey, what, what yes. I, what, this is what I want you to know: you, anytime you want to get your message out, um, Black and White Radio is a home for you. Uh, I want to give you a minute, and I want you to I want you to give a message to America about the process. I mean, the J Six Committee, um, your daughter, who she really was. You go ahead, and you have a minute, okay. minute, minute and fifteen seconds. Right. Go ahead. All right, my daughter was a proud American patriot, and I'm proud to be her mother. I'm here in D.C. because I believe this is where she would be if she was alive, you know, bringing attention to the unjust treatment from these men. We sit down on federal draw, uh, trials during the day, and these men don't stand a chance with the bias opinion in D.C. We absolutely need a change of venue for these guys. The January 6th is a sham committee hearing. We've had people, um, defendants request uh, uh, transcripts from that, and they were told by our government that they don't need to provide those because the January 6th committee is not a legitimate committee. So American citizens need to know that it's lies, 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 all lies uh, for American citizens, not just my daughter, four unarmed American citizens were murdered that day. Ashley Babbitt, Roseanne Boylan, Kevin Grease, and Benjamin Phillips. And I believe Brian, Officer Brian Sicknick died at the hands of the Capitol Police because they did not render aid. And that seemed to be their theme for the day. My daughter had a possibly survivable wound if they would have rendered her aid, but I believe they needed people to die that day. And unfortunately, Ashley was up there with them. There's footage of Metropolitan Police beating Roseanne Boylan to death. Kevin Greeson and Benjamin Phillips' death, cause of death were listed as a heart attack. It absolutely, um, they were hit with flash playing grenades before they were, you know, struck with heart attacks. So that's no coincidence. And it's time for America to wake up and hold these people accountable. There absolutely was no proper investigation into my daughter's murder. And we need to make sure that there was an investigation into that whole day. The 14,000 hours of footage, we absolutely have a right to see no matter what yeah. Nancy Pelosi says. And the truth is a stubborn thing and it yeah. will push its way to the top. Yeah. It will push its way to the top. And I can't wait until it does. Mickey, thanks so much for joining Black and Right. As I said, you have a home here. We'll be right back. And now, more Black and Right with John Anthony on AM560, The Answer. Switch your attitude. Welcome back to Black and Right Radio on AM560 Answer. Yep, I still got yay music, and I'm going to keep yay music. Um, Philip, that's for you, because you said we, why we're not defending a black man under attack, you know? <laughs> do you really? Do I, I, you know I got it all teed up. Yeah, uh, before we go to Philip, let's go to David from Lansing. David, welcome back to Black and Right. Uh, hi, John. How and, you doing? Uh, Berlin. How's it going? Thank you. Thank you for having uh, this brave lady on here, Mickey. Yeah. On your show. This is necessary. This is uh, a, a big thing. Now, you know, the communists started this Cold War and this confrontation from within the U.S., and they're clearly trying to uh, silence the opposing side. They've been doing this for, you know, decades. And Ashley Babbitt was an uh, unfortunate casualty of this, of their takeover and their starting of this conflict. Every January 6th committee member and every useful idiot who watches CNN, MSNBC, every reader of New York Times and Washington Post, these socialist rags, has to know the name Michael Byrd and has to know the name Ashley Babbitt. That's right. And 
And Mickey, I back you. And there are over 100 million Americans that agree with what you said about the January 6th committee and our prisoners in there that are used for a chilling effect so people like me and you don't speak up. Right. So don't be chilled about these people that are holding this sham committee and, and holding uh, pro peaceful protesters in prison. We cannot be silenced about this because if we're silenced, they're, they're going to, you know, eventually put the, put the ringer on us. You know, brave lady, keep going. I back you. I'm going to find ways to back you. And there are tens of millions, yeah. if not over 100 million, that back you. Yeah, well, she said four, the number four, Ashley.com. A, the number four, justice.org is a, a place where you can go and to find out how to uh, assist um, their journey and their fight right now. Okay. So thank you so much, Dave. Thanks, Thanks so much for listening, too, buddy. I appreciate it. Thank you. All right, let's go to our buddy because he's. I think he's getting ready to call us out, um, Verlon. Philip from Blue Island, what's up, baby? How you doing, man? I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. Wait, 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 Phil. Before you start, hey, hey, thanks, no, no. hey no, 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 no. This is good. This is good. Thanks so much for checking up on me, man. I, I appreciate appreciate that more than you know. Man, I, I it's in my heart, brother. Hey, Phil. Seriously. I thought you was going to wait, man. I I had. I had what you want to talk about. I got it all teed up, but but you know what? If you want to start off the conversation, okay. go right ahead, man. Oh, I appreciate it. I appreciate it. I wasn't, but uh, but this 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 uh, lady, a uh, mother. Uh, it's, it's it's a couple of things. First, prison reform. Now they should have uh, attacked the Capitol for prison reform before they put all these nuts in jail, right? I mean, if that was such an, an important issue now. It was an important issue before the attack. Well, you heard what right? she said, though. She said that she's new to this. I mean, her daughter's death brought her into this fight. I know, but but again, my point is that that type of attack should have happened on the Capitol ten years ago, whatever. But again, if if it would have been the dominant culture that's in jail, then it would have been mostly black and brown people, and 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 they, and they, and they ain't having that. <laughs> They're punching the glass, right? He's all in front of this police on this on this level. And punching the glass with his fist breaks the glass, punching right in front of the police. F the blue. This yeah. is what they're hollering. Yeah. Right. And then he tries. Then they try to con the police. Oh well, we're, just, we're not here for you. We just we just want to go in and kill the representatives. That's what, you know we want to. Well, be I don't him, know if they said know. that though, Phil. That's what they said. They, well, no, I'm just saying that. No, they didn't say that. Not far. the Patriots. I'm the Patriots wouldn't have said that. They were they were trying to con them so they can get through that door though. Right. Well, and so now all of a sudden they saying they said F this. SH, right? And then all of a sudden now they see a gun. And my problem with with your 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 um reservation is that any other time that police are under that much threat okay. and then they shoot uh out of fear how, for their how lives. A five foot two hundred and fifteen woman with no weapons. He, how, how how is she a threat? Wait a minute. Did he do you think that he pointed her out and said, I'm gonna shoot her? I, listen, I think it was more of a warning shot. We don't know. Shot, we but, don't they know. Were, but they were, were they about to breach that door? They, she, well, she went through the window. So we, listen, no, but uh, here's the thing: we don't know because we don't know what the investigation uncovered. We don't know. All we got okay, is that well, video. Would, all we have is that video. That's all we have. We don't okay, know but, what was in the okay. mind of that guy. Why he perceived her as a threat to use lethal force it's, again? You're going to say it's her, but again, it was how many other people were on that level? At that door. Well, you mean with the screaming with, and pushing a lot, on, on that floor. A lot. Even, a, and and a with lot. those Capitol so, officers standing right there behind her. Standing right there doing nothing. They did nothing again, to stop them. 
but okay, but on the other side of that glass, where he's in there protecting the representatives and himself. Okay. Do you don't think that he feared for his life or his safety? Of course, I, I I definitely believe that. But he had okay. three officers on the other side who did nothing. Okay. So okay. Phil, what I'm saying, so okay. Phil, you always tell me. Whenever there's a bad shoot, I'm, I'm, I'm anything involving police officers. I'm always defending the police officers. Here's a here's a a, a case where, where 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 this guy was wrong, and I'm how is he? You're not explaining how he was wrong. You know what? When we come back from break, break Phil, I will. You listening to Black and White Radio? Hold the line, Phil. You listening to Black and White Radio on AM five sixty? The answer. We'll be right back. We now return to Black and White on AM560. The answer. Here's John Anthony. Welcome back to Black and White Radio on AM560. The answer. I'm your host, John Anthony, live in the studio with the Troublemaker. Um, if you guys missed that first two segments, we um, please go and download the podcast, 560theanswer.com. Um, also, before. Um, just a, a bit of housekeeping. Starting next week, um, Black and White Radio will be moving from 12 to 3 to 4 to 7. Um, I get to keep all three of my hours and not having to do two hours of stream and one hour radio. Um, so we, we, we struck an agreement for me to move to. I I actually wanted to move to 4 to 7. Um, before, right after um, Charles and, Charles Love and I um when Charles left the show, um, I wanted to move to a to a later date, a later time, because I thought more people would be in their car. So uh, this works out just great. I'm sorry for those of you who won't be able to listen, but again, 560theanswer.com. You can download the podcast and listen to me anytime you want. Um, before the break, we were talking to Phil. So Phil, um, I now I did during the break go and look and watch the video. I will say this: okay. there were four. There were four. Um, Capitol Police officers in front of the door. I want to know who called for them to be removed from the door. I want to know. Now, I I, I saw why the officer um, pulled out his weapon. Um, after they pulled all four of those guys, I don't think they were going to get through. Uh, whoever called for them to be removed, um, once they were once they re- once they were removed, they took flagpole sticks and started cracking at the door, and that's when the the officer pulled out his weapon. So, at, but still at the same time, and they were, they were going to the speaker's, speaker's lobby. I think they were in the, in the speaker's lobby wing of the Capitol. Okay. Um, why did they move? Who called for that removal? We don't know. Phil, the problem is we don't know enough about who was running and who was making the decisions that day. It wasn't Trump. Definitely wasn't Trump at the Capitol because he doesn't have the power um, to, to, to do anything. It was a sergeant at arms. Uh, I'm sure it was Nancy Pelosi, her office with the sergeant at arms. I want to know who who told those guys to move. They were break. They 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 were punching the door. They were punching the door, uh, the window. They they cracked the window with their punch. One that was a strong dude to, to to crack that window with a punch. You saw that, didn't you? Yeah, you yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, no. And listen, I'm I'm listen. And if 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 when I whenever I uh, feel like I've I've I've, I've I, I either was wrong or or didn't see something. That I had I, that's why I had to go back and watch the video over again. Uh, what did this officer do wrong, John? This is I, a, this I, is amazing to me to see 
you guys on the opposite sides of the I know, court. Right? That's why I'm so that's why I'm so quiet. Phil's backing the police and yeah. John is against the police. Because he's black. That's uh, why Phil's black. Phil, if he was a white if he was a white officer and shot her, or or if if let's say if that officer don't know what he did wrong. He shot her. What was what was her what? threat? What was her threat at the moment he shot her? She was she had no weapons in hand. She had nothing in her hands, Phil. Nothing. She had no right being there. None of oh, them. Oh, it could have oh. been anybody. It could have been a black person Wait. that he shot. Um, it wasn't that he oh, beat no, no, no. Repeat. Woman. Repeat. Hold that. Inf- hold that. Hold that information. Because anytime oh. Phil has a conversation with me about an officer-involved shooting, he just said the reason why he was supposed to shoot her because she wasn't supposed to be there. Hey, they, they, duly noted, Phil. Duly noted. Go ahead. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, it's fine. It's fine. But do do we know? No, what, none of them. What none of them were supposed to have been there. The law enforcement wasn't supposed to be in there. wasn't supposed to have been in that situation. The situation was caused by the rioters and the insurrectionists and the the. the wasn't an insurrection. The, the, you, it's not an again, insurrection. We don't want to get sidetracked, right. but it was caused by them being there. Right. Uh, you mean you mean those people that were floor. intermingled? You mean those inter- people that were intermingled with patriots? Don't do that. No, no, no. Don't do that. I, I, don't do that. Wait, time out. Wait, wait, no, wait, hold on, Valon. Yo, I'm listening. What did that rioter say? Which one? The F F who? Oh, the, the blue. F F the blue. F twelve, yeah. right? Yeah. F blue, rather. Yeah. You think a patriot wouldn't say that, um, Phil? See, this is the type no, of stuff. Again. See, look, hold on. This is the type of stuff we they they, they, they want to play. They want to have this this farce of a of whatever they want to call it committee, but they're not releasing all of the information. You heard what she said. Release all fourteen thousand audio um, videos. Release it. Get, let us see all the emails. Let us see all the who who was making the decisions that day. Release all the radio traffic. I want it all. <sighs> okay, but you're still not explaining to me in detail, in real police jargon, what this she did. She did not pose the threat when she was coming through that window to, to use lethal force. Unless there's something... Okay. Wait, hold on. Unless there's something in their, in their use of force continuum where, she, where, the, where the moment she enters, they can use lethal, uh, lethal force. I don't know that. Okay. So, again, I'm glad you say you don't know that. So, the point is... Is that he felt? I mean, even if that's not the case, let's even she wasn't even at the window. She yeah. wasn't even. But the windows were being broken, the doors were being jarred and shaken, and 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 so forth and so on. And he's standing there. It looks like he's the only one that's inside. He's the only bridge between well, them. See, we don't know that. And and the senators. But no, we, we don't know that. But it just looks that way. But but, but he fired. Now now wait a minute, John. He fired one shot. Yeah. Now one well, most times. Other police say, well, you keep firing until the threat is done. Well, she fell. Soon he as fired. She, soon as he hit her one time, you she know, fell. No, wait a minute what I'm saying, but that didn't end the threat. It kind of did, because now obviously it's all shit. They, they ain't playing in that side either. Right. So he, I'm not making some light of it or fun of it. But I, I but still can't believe you defending the, the cop on this, though. I, I, I'm, no, I'm baffled again, by Again, I just want to know what he did wrong. If he did something wrong, you, then, yeah, you know, I understand the, the mother so, where she's coming uh, from. So Phil, but I don't, because Phil, I don't see what he did Phil, wrong. Phil, yes, Phil. Sir. Yes, sir. So if this was out on the street, this was an officer-involved shooting between a citizen and a cop, and you said, and I said to you, they didn't. They, they they shouldn't have been there, wherever they were, and they committed a crime. Um, what would be your reaction to me? 
What well, would you again, say to me? If it, was, if, if it was one officer, right, and you, you were trying to throw in these other we, four officers, and I, we, I think again, that they Phil, would just... See, you, you, you're doing whataboutisms. We don't know. No I'm, just, no, I'm just trying to answer your question, honestly. And then, yeah, like I said, you want to throw in these other four officers, but I just think that this officer felt so alone, right? And again, to answer your question more directly, if, if in some cases, they're justified, right? I'm not saying that all officers' shootings are bad shootings. Come on, give me, give I, me, give me at least that much I, credit. I've, I've not heard you say any of them that were any <laughs> of the ones that now. we talked about. Okay, I, hey, I'm I give saying, you that. Well, I'm saying I give it you now. that. And I give again, you that. All officers. I'm saying it. Let me clear. All officers' shootings are not bad shootings. But feel. But again, the ones that when the officers are justified, right? Yeah. We can't. I mean, we can't. We you know, we can't just. Now, all of a sudden, we want to throw all of them under the bus. I didn't say that. But, but Phil, I, we got to go to break, but I want to say this. I want to say this. Appreciate you. No problem. I, I, you know I appreciate you. But here's, here's what I want to know. Why wasn't there a more detailed plan? They had ample time. They knew. They heard. They got. The FBI, everybody involved knew all these things were going to happen. Where was the plan to stop all this and letting people in in certain areas, um, move, removing officers from, from their posts? I mean, there's so Simple many more answer. questions. Simple yeah. answer. Who yeah. was the president? No. no. You know what? No. They wanted to make him look bad. They made it, they Who to make was him, the president? No. He had no control Wrong. over that. He had no oh, control over lie. capital that's... gowns. You listen to the black and right. Phil, thank you. Listen to black and right. We'll be right back. He's a jackass. It's the show the mainstream media doesn't want you to know about. It's Black and Right with John Anthony on AM 560, The Answer. Maybe I'm foolish, maybe I'm blind, thinking I can see through this and see what's behind. Got no way to prove right. Welcome it, back to so Black and Right Radio on AM 560, The Answer. I'm your host, John Anthony, live in studio with the Troublemaker. I just, I just, I, you know, one of the things, Phil, I wish Phil would, would, would really understand. Trump has had no authority over at the Capitol. Um, I, I, I got um, repeat looking up um, that audio clip where Trump actually told the people to go peacefully. Yes, he said that. But you know what? No one heard that because Twitter deleted them. Everybody deleted them off Facebook. So they didn't get to, a lot of people didn't get to hear a lot of his message. Not only that, all the major TV stations wouldn't even play that part of of, the, of what he said. Correct. They would always cut that part. Of course. Yeah. You know, so so trust me, at least half the country or a third of the country didn't know what the president really said. Yeah. Only the only the third of the country that listens to talk radio yeah. and the the ones yeah, in who's between. Who's Ray Epps? Thank you, right. uh, Robert. <laughs> who's Ray Epps? No, I mean we don't know none of this stuff, man. Yeah. Come on, FBI did. They, where they did, did what part did they have to play in this? Um, you know, people dressing up like Trumpers. Come on, man, this stuff happens. Don't 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 play coy with this stuff. You know this stuff happens. Yeah, hey, yeah, go ahead and roll that. Out. I want you to. Hear, I want you guys to hear what Donald Trump actually said. We have come to demand that Congress do the right thing and only count the electors who have been lawfully slated. Lawfully slated. I know that everyone here will soon be marching over to the Capitol building to peacefully and patriotically make your voices heard. Today we will see whether Republicans stand strong for integrity. Peacefully. Mm -hmm. Yeah, let's go to Don real quick. Ta-da! Yeah, Don, we got about a minute before we go to the next hour. Go. Hi, I just want to remind people that the whole point of education is for our kids to be um, prepared for independent living, 
further education. If, if your school system is not preparing them for that, yeah. then most likely they are going to end up in the jail system, which if they are ending up in the jail system, that's when they start to do dyslexia screening. So the whole point is, why are we waiting for our kids to fail? Right. You know, it, it, it started in 1951, everybody. Really quick. We had some African-American students who were struggling. They were segregated in the high school. They went on strike. They went before the board, you know, it became the board, a Brown versus Board of Education yeah. court case. And that established yeah. that, you know, in the field of public education, separate but equal has no place. That's right. Don, so I got I got to go. Okay. I, I, I got to make an announcement. So I'm sorry. You can, call, you can call back in the next hour if you want to finish your point. Uh, hey, guys, we're going to be going off radio. We're going to be going off radio. Please um, go to 560theanswer.com. Listen to us. YouTube, Facebook, and Rumble. Um, please share the links. You're listening to Black and Right, Hour 2, coming up next. Prepare to have your mind opened. The lies of the mainstream media are about to be exposed. And the hypocrisy of the left is about to be revealed. This is a revolution in how you think about politics, race, and culture. You've tuned into Black and Right with John Anthony on AM560, The Answer. I'm coming in. Yeah, coming in hot. Just like the fajita. I write what I live. My life in the speaker. I'm nice with the flow. Welcome back. Hour 2, Black and Right Radio on AM560, The Answer. I'm your host, Sean Anthony, live in studio. Oh, sorry, not in the window, no longer live. Sorry, streaming live on Facebook, YouTube, back on YouTube and Rumble. I just created a Black and Right Radio 2.0, so if you want to listen in on YouTube, Black and Right Radio 2.0, um, you'll see me in a black and, right, black and white photo. Um, yeah, if you missed that first hour, go over to 560theanswer.com, download the podcast. We had Ashley Babbitt's mom, <clears throat> excuse me, Mickey Whithoff. Um, it was a, a, a very interesting conversation and then a very um, peculiar conversation with Phil from Blue Island, who actually was defending the cop this time, I think, because a lot a lot of it, because he's black. Because <laughs> if it was a white officer shooting a black person, he would have had a huge issue with that. Yeah, I'm calling you out, Phil. I'm still amazed. I'm <laughs> I know. Still I'm, amazed. Still, I'm still shook. I'm shook from that one. <laughs> um, but, um, but, you know, Vilar, before you get into your thing, I, I okay. want... I was watching, um, I rarely watch the news anymore because it, make, it makes my head hurt. <laughs> and I, 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 I'm, I mean, Fox News, any of them, I can't watch any of them because they, they, it really makes my head hurt. Because all it does is report, I mean, there's really nothing good to report, right? Mm -hmm. Especially with this, this, this guy we got as president right now. But I was watching it, and I think, it was, I think I was watching Newsmax. And Newsmax played this audio from the Canadian Prime Minister, Justin Trudeau. And I said to myself, America is on the doorsteps of this happening to their Second Amendment right. And if we don't push back, if we don't fight back, because you have, I mean, there's no relenting. You can't, the thing about Second Amendment people is they get a victory and then they, 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 they take, they take what's called a respite. They rest. They, they feel like, oh, we got a victory. They take a deep breath. Nope. The Second Amendment is will always be under assault. I want you to hear what the, the Canadian Prime Minister had to say. And if we don't, if we if we're not vigilant, this is 
what will happen here in America. In May, our government introduced measures to implement a national freeze on handgun ownership. Today, our national freeze on handguns is coming into force. Wow. From today forward, it is no longer legal to buy, sell, or transfer a handgun in Canada. Dude, a handgun. Oh my God. Are you, are, are you listening? Are you, did you hear this, this tyrant? A handgun. Yeah. What about assault weapons? <laughs> what about, oh, no, wait, 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 wait what, what they call assault weapons. <laughs> AR-15s. If, if they ban in a handgun, that means anything over a handgun is automatically banned. Yeah. Well, remember this though. <laughs> It's so funny. It's so funny. Somebody had an ad about a Smith & Wesson AR-15. <laughs> These people just are clueless when it comes to guns, but they want to ban guns. Yeah. They have no clue who manufactures these guns. Um, people still believe AR. The AR stands for assault rifle. Well, I'm going to tell you something. I at least give him credit. He went all out. He went all in. See, over here, they take baby steps. Right. Oh, we're going to ban this one. And, oh, this one start, is starting to look scary, so we're going to ban this one until they get to the handgun and say, you don't have a need for a handgun. Right. You know, they, they're taking baby steps to make you accept Incremental. Yeah. I, I've, I, you, you know, that's one of the words that I use when it comes to laws here. Mm -hmm. What I mean, these people, I mean, the left, the progressives, they are willing to take those incremental steps, and they push, and they yeah. push through the culture. They push through television. They push through uh, entertainment, you know. And and then and then next thing you know, people are waking up. Yeah, well, why do people why do people need AR fifteen? Yeah, yeah. You know why do you need um, a, a magazine? Because people will call them clips. Why do you need a clip? <laughs> How can someone else tell you what you need? Correct. Need is 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 by the individual. Yeah. You don't know what you may need or what I may need. I don't need none of them. But you might need a lot of them. Let me tell you something. You, you remember that ad Dan Prof and people who play by the rules made about scream. You know why I need more than 10, 10 rounds in my magazine? <laughs> because each one of those people would have got, you know, mm -hmm. as many as I could. Right. Until, I, until, they, until they, was, they were no longer a threat. You know? Mm -hmm. because, because that's why. That's why. That is why we, you need. And, and guess what? People say, well, you know, oh, it's, it's for hunting. No. No. Weapons for me are not for hunting. Mm -hmm. They're for my personal protection. Well, you know, they use that to try to, you know, get people off their back. Well, you know, some people got to eat in this country. A lot of people yeah. live in rural areas, so you can't take their guns. But you shouldn't need an excuse to fight back against the left. No, right. it's my right. That's right. It's my right. Ingrained. And you God, it's a God-given right. How can you tell somebody the gall to, to, to sit up on your perch and tell right. someone else what they need? Correct. Because well, you, that's you the believe, left. Yeah, that's them. That's, that's, that's why I left the left. That's why I left the Democrat Party. You know, especially this new progressive Democrat Party. You know, and Dennis Revoletti, who will be joining us later in the show. Yep. Um, one of the things he, he would always say when we served together was, um, this ain't your uncle's party. You know, most people say, this ain't your father's or this ain't your grandfather's party. He said, this ain't your uncle's party anymore, you know, as far as it relates to the Democrat Party. Because, I mean, they really believe that the that government knows best for your life. And tell me one instance where the, I mean, where, where the military, that's, part, that's pretty much, you know, that's that's what the government is good enough for me. The military protect us. Yeah. You know, you I, know what I mean? I, I get where they used to be right. until so they get woke. until woke creeped in. Yeah. You know, I, I, we're still the best fighting force in the world. I don't think anybody can touch us. Russia is showing us right now. 
they can't hold accountable to the United States <laughs> wait, military. Wait, bless it, bless it from YouTube. He's so right about this. He, uh, these aren't the Democrats of the 1990s. <laughs> no, right. You, know, you got to go that go back that far. You, right. You don't really don't. You know, like, you know, let's take some calls. 312-642-5600. 312-642-5600. Um, let's, let's talk about it. Was Ashley Babbitt uh, murdered? Mitchell, if you're still listening, call back. Oh, we, we got short on that yeah. last hour. Yeah. Call back, Mitch. Let's let's go to the phone lines. Jim from South Elgin. Jim, welcome to Black and Right. You guys, how are you today? We're doing well. How are you, sir? As, yeah. Also sponsor uh, of this show. How's it yeah, going? Right. Anyways, you know, uh, uh, Biden's been talking about climate change. Well, I'll take this climate change all all year long. This is a beautiful day today. So let's have more climate change. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yesterday was, too. That's right. And this week, it should be good. Yeah, so we need to see some pretty girls in thin dress uh, dressings. And it'll be, oh, you know, oh, Jim, there you go. Jim, always ready to go explicit. But what's bugging that, that's you? Why what's God bu- made women beautiful? Anyway, you right about that. What's bugging you though? Well, anyway, you know, people should understand, or uh, it's not being discussed much. But Cook County is not releasing the second half property tax bill until after uh, election day. They're saying it's some sort of glitch, some sort of snafu, garbage. They're waiting because they don't want people to get mad when the the uh, sticker price. Uh, no. That's Super true. There's, that's true. They, they're, they're, they're fooling people. They're, they're, they're not seeing, uh, Prep Winkle, none of them, they're not seeing out the tax bill. But people don't understand. You're going to get double taxed. It's not like it went away, they wiped it away. You're going to get double taxed. Yeah. That's right. Well, that's why I've got to rise up and vote straight R. Also, last night, uh, the Heartland Institute had a, a guest. Her name was Yeonmi Park. She escaped from North Korea uh, as a, a girl, maybe about 14, 15. 13, 14 years old, and the horror story of how people live up there. She said, when you look at North Korea uh, on a satellite at nighttime, it's all dark because they have very little lights there. She said the people there are treated like garbage. When she was 13 years old, she weighed like 50 pounds. Oh, wow. And she escaped over to China, and her mother came, and her mother was basically raped to allow her to kind of uh, proceed. And then she escaped through Mongolia and stuff, and her whole story is very interesting. And she's talking today about all these kids in college and how screwed up they are. They don't appreciate America. Right. And so she's got a very compelling story. Her name is Yeonmi uh, Park. I think we should uh, have her on the show. Is that the picture? Yeah, get her information, Jim. Is that the picture you sent me? Uh, yes, last night. Yeah, yeah. get her information. Yeah, we'll do that. But anyways, her story is very compelling. This is something the young people here under, need to understand, that life in communist countries is no good at all. And yeah. these people talk about all this stuff. It's like the second coming of Christ, but they don't know what they're talking about. Yeah. So mm-hmm. We have to get out there and expose them to what people had to suffer through to come enjoy the freedoms that America has. Yeah. I hear you there, man. Wow. And people, I mean, yeah. and you know, the people who come from those countries who are here now, um, since this election started, since Prisco did what he did, um, that's all you hear. Don't become where I came from. Please, America, wake up. But we have countless, we have yeah. countless examples. The people from Cuba and every, everybody that comes here tells that story, but it the falls Venezuelans on deaf. that are coming here right now. And it falls on deaf ears to these uh these young communists because they don't even know what communist means socialist no. communist marxist they just think that we throw those labels at them to put them down they don't they don't know it's real that's true uh thanks no, so much for calling yeah thanks so much for calling jim and thanks so much for being a sponsor of this show brother yeah all right we didn't get in we didn't get to talk about uh, wait are you are you getting ready to, to, Man, to stir some stuff up yes i am uh, you you gonna go straight to the juggler or you gonna? I'm gonna ease slow into out. It? I'm gonna start out a little slow, but All you're right. gonna get you're gonna get my meaning. We'll be right back. 
This is Black and Right with John Anthony uh, on AM 560. The answer. Stop. Welcome back to Black and Right Radio on AM 560. The answer. I'm your host, John Anthony, live in the studio with the Troublemaker. And now a, a, a regular resident of Black and Right Radio. Are we going to call it Black, Right, and White now? <laughs> Dennis Revelletti. <laughs> is that what we're going to call it, Dennis? Yeah, I thought it worked here on Saturday <laughs> it morning. I like it. <laughs> hey, hey, I'm not cutting checks, though. Don't worry about that. All right. <laughs> <laughs> but, Dennis, I don't know if you heard the, um, the interview with uh, Ashley Babbitt's mom. Uh, I, I interviewed her mom today. And... Uh, uh, lo and behold, Phil was defending the black officer, and I was. Why you gotta say it like that? Because I know that's why he's defending. Phil, <laughs> <laughs> don't feel all I all I request, Phil. Please just don't punch me when you see me next time. <laughs> but Phil was Phil was you know protecting the officer involved in this. Like most on the left, they've protected this officer, and I'm just quite shocked. It's a uh, sound like a role reversal to me. From it was into the show. Um, <laughs> You know, that's a. I've never seen a police shooting take so little time to yeah. investigate and to clear. Yeah. Uh, obviously, uh, the riot at the Capitol is terrible uh, stain on our history. Yeah. However, there was somebody shot at the Speaker's office, yeah. and the investigation took, what, John, a month, two yeah, months was, to clear? I thought it was quicker than that, maybe. You right. know, I'll look it up, but, I mean, it, that went by really quick. But so, at least the left, the left lives up to their standard. That's the way they want it. Right. right. Quick investigation. Right. Right. If it was out in the street somewhere else, then I bet you it would be a different take. Well, that's what that's I said okay. to Phil. That's what I said to him. And and I also said, so, so, wait, what did he say? He said um, she shouldn't have been there. So mm. I'm like, so if I take your, your thinking and apply it to the street, if an individual gets shot because they shouldn't have been there, what would you have said to me? And, you know. John, that goes back to the don't resist the police officer, yeah. don't commit crime. If you have a warrant and they're going to arrest you, don't yeah. pull away, don't run, right. don't flee. Right. But, you know, things happen, and I don't believe that uh, lethal force needed to be used in that circumstance. Correct. But that there could have been other ways to address it. She was not armed. Right. Because we hear that all the time about <laughs> if it is the... Person shot armed, mm-hmm. or did the, the police officer think they were armed? So they were not armed, they had nothing with them, and then all of a sudden they're shot and dead, and the only thing we hear about are the, uh, I saw a, a tweet the other, just yesterday about all the police officers that were killed. 14, during, right? Right. It's like five, it just changes, but the, as we all know, that didn't happen. Oh, on, on that day. Yeah. On that day, on, okay. on January 6th, so... It's always revisionist his history for the left. Right. And if the narrative doesn't fit, they will make it fit. If you're a Republican, you're bad. It's very simple. I already know that. And trust me, John, uh, with my uh, Senate race going on, uh, they just went up on broadcast. About I saw it. What, you saw that already? Yeah. So it's everywhere. Yeah. It's, and she's more than welcome to come on this show if she wants. Your, be, your opponent. It she's would be great. I think, I think you guys would give her a fair time. Yeah, and, I will. And, you know that. And, and give fair questions to her. Yeah. but. I don't think that's probably in her repertoire at this yeah. point. I, listen, I've, I've told any Democrat candidate that if I bring your opponent on, you're more than welcome to come on and, 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 and talk about your campaign and, and why you believe you're the best qualified person. Right. Well, you know, you know what's, what's terrible, John, is that the personal attacks are what they are. That's why people don't want to run for school board, yeah. park board, and, and want to participate in their government. Because who wants to have $3 million spent against them? Right. 
So I can I have to warn my family about my grandchildren having to see their grandfather attacked on right. TV viciously. Hey, I can handle it. I got thick skin. But when you try to explain that to a ten year old and an eight year old girl as to what's happening, yeah, it's a, but they don't care. It's it's right. you know it's lay waste to everything. Too bad, and we go from there. Yeah. All right, Velon. All right, Velon's getting ready to cause some trouble, Dennis. We're gonna oh, start. No. We're gonna start out slow. We're not gonna talk about police shootings, are we? We no. will. We oh, will. We will gosh. get to that. Another we, one. We will get to that later. But I want to start out with crime and punishment. First, first, free speech. Now, do you think speech should be penalized? Okay, I'm gonna start out with Kanye West. Uh oh. Now, something that John agrees with Kanye on. Kanye West just got slapped with a 250 million dollar lawsuit. George Floyd's daughter is suing Kanye West because Kanye West says that George Floyd died from fentanyl. You can't defame the dead, right? The, well, well, no, it's not. Well, it's not that. It's the pain and suffering that the family yeah. says they're enduring because of Kanye West's statement. Now, first, I want to ask both of you a question: Do you think George Floyd's daughter should be be able to sue Kanye West because the case has proven? I know you don't agree. That he died from the knee to the neck. I agree with her about the knee to the neck. I don't. I don't agree she should be able to sue him. But what do you all think? Well, here, you, you could, anybody can sue anybody right. at, at any given time. So truth is always an absolute defense to when you slander somebody. Um, so that's the spoken portion of this. So if you, Kanye will have to defend himself against the estates, um, the sister on that. And, again, that will go back to what is the truth of, of the matter. So if you're slandering somebody, you're slandering the estate, then you can make that argument. But he, since he's passed, I don't know how much you could say that you've been uh, uh, wronged on that. She's so, saying that and, she, and, and it was proven that he did have fentanyl in his system. But it doesn't matter. It said the knee to the neck is why that officer went to the jail. And remember, he was he was responding to Karen Kansas Owens's, um, what's that, the greatest lie ever sold, right, with the... Her taking down BLM. Yeah, but you agree it was fentanyl. They say it's not. That's the basis of her lawsuit is saying that he's lying. Basically. I think it was a culmination he's, of it all. He's lying. Right. Well, I, I go back to the autopsy. See what the autopsy has to say. I think John's right. The fentanyl was definitely a contributing factor. There's no doubt. You know, jury's already ruled on it from on the um, on the criminal side of things, and now they can go to civil court. But again, this I just think this is more. I don't know if this goes anywhere, but again, free speech isn't free no. because we don't have a right to say everything we ever want to say. But you can't slander somebody. Okay, right? let's see. But see, this is the whole thing. So, so you, my question is: Do you think speech should be penalized, or, or should, you know, you should have the right to can sue you go somebody? Into a, can you go into a crowded place okay. and say no? Um, Mom, I, I knew he was going to go there. Yeah, but the, but that he didn't say that. I'm just what I'm saying. But I'm saying so. You, when you say speech, can can speech be penalized yeah. um to his point uh, for, for wait would you say free speech isn't free that's correct <laughs> because it was gonna i was just trying to pin you guys down because it was gonna lead into my next person Dude, we're, we're former politicians you okay. really think you're gonna pin us okay down? well because <laughs> it was just gonna lead into do you think alex jones should have been nope. penalized for what he nope. said okay well, <laughs> again no. it, it, when you perpetrate a lie like that and there is pain and suffering then the jury decided what they heard, all the evidence. So they made a determination that that was slander, and so they slandered those families. And so does uh, George Floyd's sister have a a chance to win? Yes. What he said was 
Okay. But what, what Alex Jones said was just dumb. Uh, right. uh, Alex it, Jones was, that was beyond dumb. the pale. It, 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 yeah, yeah, you can say that. There's no way I'm going to say, you know, the way, the way, didn't he, uh, wasn't it alleged that he said that, you know, it was they were crisis actors and, and yeah, things yeah, like that? Yeah, he said it was props, all kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah, that's the, stupid. Yeah, man. he did stupid, but he's free in this country to say whatever he wants. He didn't pull the trigger. Why is he being fined over a billion dollars? Yeah, but, but he's, yeah, I think, I think, would you say, um, councilman, Oh, counselor, would you say that the the the, the penalty was probably overboard? Well, I think again, it, it, look at the pain and suffering these families already went through, and then you drag them through it again by lying. Oh yeah, and so the jury found by listening to ever again, we go back to listen to all the evidence, all the testimony, all the depositions as to what is the appropriate penalty to stop not only stop him from doing it. Part of the civil justice system, again, is to stop other actors from doing the same thing. Right. Yeah. Okay, so, well, so Kanye could have taken some uh, heed from what happened to Alex Jones, but Kanye is free to say what he wants, but he could also be sued based on the fact well, that's that... That's the difference between him and Alex Jones because they had a whole trial, and it was proven, whether, I don't care how many times you keep saying it, about fentanyl, that police, he, if, if that police officer wouldn't have did that, George Floyd would have paid for whatever he paid no, for sorry. and went home, okay, went to sleep, and, and woke up the next day alive. George would have been and, woke up if he got in the car. And the other issue, too, is when you're a public figure, you're a fair game for anything. You are. Okay. You can yeah. basically say anything about anybody, and you just have to take it because you put yourself out in the public like that. Right. So, so we don't have total free speech. Chicken basically. of the egg, Villano. We don't have total free speech. I don't, say, I don't think uh, we do have total ouch. free speech. There are some limitations on speech, and, and the Supreme Court has that's, talked that's about That's rude this. on it, yeah. But Valon, your George Floyd is a chicken of the egg. If listen, George Floyd is still alive, maybe, possibly, if he just gets in that car and allow them to take him to county jail. Put me on the ground. I can't breathe, or whatever he said. Mm-hmm. But it was no excuse for that knee to be on his. But neck. it wasn't there, Valon. It, it was proven there that his neck was his knee was not. It there was far. not proven. It's he a, wouldn't. He wouldn't have got convicted. Did you see the photos, Valon? I saw the whole act, Valon. His knee was not always on his neck. Doesn't matter. It was not. It was, unlo- it was there long enough that, was, that he couldn't breathe. Well, that's, well oh, it was a culmination of why he couldn't breathe. It wasn't just the knee to his back and to his neck area. He should have been, oh, off. He should have been off of his neck. The man was hogged. And guess it what? Was over. Guess what? George Floyd's still alive today if he hadn't committed the crime. How about that? Well, I, How about that? Oh, okay. Let, let's not make excuses for it. And this officer is going to spend the rest of his life in jail. Because of because he couldn't let up. Yeah, let's hope let's hope they get some different people up in there, and he he doesn't appeal. I'm not done. I'm you not. Know. I'm done with this subject, All but right. I'm not done. You not done. Hey, Eduardo, I'm sorry. Can you hold the line? We'll take you when we get back. And now more black and right with John Anthony on AM five sixty. The answer. Just switch your attitude. Go ahead and level up yourself. This that different latitude. Speaking of, yay. Life too short. Welcome back to Black and Right on AM560 The Answer. I'm your host, John Anthony Luck. Uh, well, actually, we're temporarily back live on the radio. Uh, yay. I love it. In the studio with the troublemaker who's starting to starting up trouble already. Got my blood pressure. I'm glad I took a 120 life before you came in here. Uh, I'm glad we're <laughs> back on the air for this subject. And Dennis Rebelletti, who's 
Uh, former state representative. What 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 was your state rep district? Uh, forty five and forty six. Forty five, forty six, and now running for the twenty third Senate district. Um, I told Eduardo I'll take his call before we. Okay, let's go to the phone lines. Eduardo from Midway, what's going on, buddy? Yeah, good afternoon. Calling from uh, Oak Brook Mall over here. Very nice. Everybody's outside enjoying this nice weather. Yeah, it's beautiful it out is. there. Yeah, I wanted to comment on. Uh, I see uh, former President Obama made a commercial. And one of the things he mentioned was uh, perks are cutting down on uh, illegal guns. Now, this would be the same president who had Eric Holder at Fast and Fierce Operation, yeah. illegal guns over Mexico, where Brian Terry uh, was killed. Remember that? Yes, I do. Yeah. So. Yeah, I mean. <laughs> also. You know, hey, rules for thee, not for me. You know that. You know how the left operates. <clears throat> oh, yeah. So that doesn't matter. Yeah. What's going on? What also, else? Yeah, another thing uh, before we leave here, uh, Superintendent Brown, I hear, was grilled uh, by city council over the uh, wonderful job he's doing with uh, crime. <laughs> yeah. So he definitely needs to go, but uh, that's going to happen when we take care of uh, Mayor uh, Lightfoot. Yeah. That'll happen when that yeah. problem gets taken care of. Yeah, and, and a couple other people, too. So, you know. <laughs> Tim Fox, yeah. Yeah, I'm actually going to have Ray Lopez on the show coming up. Um, <clears throat> I reached out to a few of his people, and then and he's interested in coming on. So, um, I've had, I, I probably would have had everybody that's um, annou- at least announced that they're running for mayor of Chicago. So, All thanks right. so much for coming for that summit. So, looking forward to seeing everybody yeah. out there. Can't wait to see you, buddy. All right, well, all right. Now, I want to test everybody as far as their belief system, as far as being pro life. Okay, I want to pull on some heartstrings right now. Are you really pro-life, what you proclaim to be? So, John, I know you're pro-life. Dennis, I know you're pro-life. My question is, do you believe in the death penalty? I do. I tried to bring okay. me. We tried to bring it back. How about you? I do. As a matter of fact, I spent a lot of time on the House floor trying. I know to where he's going it. with this too. So, I know what he's saying. These are the same arguments they made but, on the House no, floor. No, no, but, but, but <laughs> it's, it's, it's deeper than that. How can you live by a standard? Because you're a Christian. John, I know you're a Christian. Uh The Bible says, thou shalt not kill. Don't say you live by Christian tenets. Don't say you're pro-life, you you know, pro-not killing babies. Let me me stop you real quick. Vilan, this is a line straight from the progressive line of attack when it comes to, when they try to delineate and try to put a a, a line between, or, 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 or lump in, I should say, uh, your 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 ability to choose life for an innocent, helpless child. No, I'm not talking Wait, about. Hold on, hold on, no, no, that, that's what pro life means. Uh, defending the life of an innocent child compared to somebody who's committed a heinous crime, because that the death penalty is only made available to those people who've committed heinous crime. And the, and the Bible didn't say thou shall not kill, thou shall not murder. That's a big no, difference. Uh, no, no, it says thou shall not kill. Go ahead no, and. And number one, pro-life means all life. All life has value. Okay? And the reason why I asked you. You're defining that as that. No, that's what it is. No, it's not. What, it means all life has value. Okay. And, the, and the Bible does not say thou shall not, shall not kill except. There's no except in thou shall not kill. And the Lord, the Lord said vengeance is mine, not yours. So the bottom line is this country was founded on murder. Oh, I don't God, care if, if it was murder of the Indians Murder of the British, 
murder of the slaves on the slave out. Wait, trade. I forgot you hanging out with your brother I don't this care weekend. if it's when Truman dropped the bomb. This country loves murder. So don't give me that standard of thou shall not kill or you're pro-life when this country is pro-murder. That's all. Okay. The whole history is baked in blood. Period. Are you so, done? No, because what I was going to ask was about Nicholas Cruz. Do you think he should be executed? I do. Okay, well, you're not pro-life. You're pro-murder. You're pro-murder with an exception. Come on, man. <laughs> you, you have an exception when it comes to life. Avalon, can I ask you a question? Yes. You, do, do you have a, a, a degree in Christian theology? No. I do. I do. You use the word kill. Yeah. That's not how it's, 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 that's not the common tongue of yes. the, of the, oh, hold on, of those who were inspired um, to, to write the Bible. So, um, th- please. Every reverend. No, 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 time out, time out, time out, time out, time out. Pro-life, as it, as, as, as it's, as it's, as it's defined, it's not about how you defined it. It was specifically for the child that's in the womb uh, of an, no, you can you can shake your head all you want. I'm just telling you, I, I've been a, I've been a part of this this pro life movement for decades. So to try to to try to lump them together, you can't. You simply can't. You're trying you to have try. it both ways. You're trying you to have try. it both ways. And I know uh, other hosts, other reverends, whoever talks about this, all life, all life. Is precious and should not be killed. Okay, we we're gonna continue this conversation. We'll be right back. We now return to Black and White on AM560. The answer. Here's John Anthony. Welcome back to Black and White Radio on AM560 The Answer. I'm your host, John Anthony. Live in studio. We're still on the airways, folks. I'm so happy. That we're still on the airways. Um, we're in studio with the troublemaker who is really kicking up trouble, and I, well, I and and I'm and also in studio with my good friend, my buddy, my pal, Dennis Rebelletti, who also was a mentor for me when I served in the General Assembly. Villan, I sit and I and when I hear you bring up topics, sometimes I say to myself, "Where do you go in your mind <laughs> to come up with these subjects?" No, bro? but but the thing about it is, you. <clears throat> You all sound just like the left. You call the left out about hypocrisy, but this is hypocrisy at its highest. It's either you're pro-life or you're not. Explain how it's hypocrisy. Because you can't be pro-life. Pro-life means you don't want any life to die, period. And then try to say, well, except. There's no exception to being to pro-life or not. You're just a selective murderer. You're a murderer or an accessory to murder. You're for state sanctioned murder. Then I guess if you're pro-choice in this state, then you're pro-choice also for the death penalty, right? Yeah. I think think that is. That's not how the left defines it. I know they don't. I don't care about them. I'm talking about me, my soul, your souls. Be real with yourself. We already know they're uh, they're pro-murder. We already know they're part of a culture of murder. Abortion is murder. And capital punishment is murder. So whoever, I wish somebody called in and talk, talk to me about this. They don't want it. They're going to be silent you, you, because they know I'm right. It's murder. You, you, who's, you, no, you know you're right. You think you're right. It's murder. No. Vilan, no. It's not. It's it's simply not. <clears throat> a baby versus, uh, thank you, Robert. A baby versus a killer. Hmm. Who are you going to pick? Who are you going to choose? Ain't no pick. I'll pick them both. I'll pick them so, both. So, so but, okay, okay, here it is. 
So, so here's what here's what the left also does. Rebeletti, you you and I both know this. What about the victim of that of that man or or that 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 killer who's killed somebody's life? What about them? Do you care about them getting justice? Oh yeah, I feel their so, pain. So not not just that. What about the taxpayer? Do you care about the taxpayer sitting there having to pay for this person for the rest of their life because they went out and killed somebody? Does that matter? You take that into the equation? Hey, I don't give a damn about somebody crying about taxes. This is a life. How much is a life worth? It's guess life. Guess what? They didn't care about the life when they took the life. Still. So, guess what? Their life is still valuable. They got to go. That's it's still why valuable be- to me. That's why I believe in, and in, 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 in that's why myself, Dennis Revelletti and John Cabello tried to bring back the death penalty. Now, we did, we did it in, in, in certain instances. At the I film. fought on the House floor against it. I tried to go talk to Governor Quinn, who shut his door to an elected official who represented eight, 108,000 people. I had families from throughout the state calling because their voice was shut out. He had already decided. He opened the door only for one side of the argument to be heard, and that was already predetermined. But how about this, Verlon? What happens when that murderer kills a Department of Corrections employee when he's sitting in state, though? Yeah. What happens when he kills his cellie? Which happens? They got nothing to lose while they're sitting there. Absolutely nothing. You're not going to punish them anymore. You're not going to do anything. They sit around, go lift weights, go watch TV, go sit in the yard and play basketball. And, okay, well, I think you forfeited your opportunity because you've killed a number of people. Just like we saw in Highland Park, that should be a death penalty case. The worst of the worst for the death penalty. Nicholas Cruz will be getting raped. He will be someone's girlfriend. He's not going to be pumping weights, lifting irons, oh, hey, having hey, a good hey, time. Hey, he, will know, be, wait, he will be abused. You do know that's a crime in jail, right? It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. He's going to live. But you're you're pro law enforcement. You, right. You're no, for not. the rule of law. No, he's not. No, he's I'm I'm for I'm for being not a murderer. I, I'm not for murder. Okay, period. I don't care about none of this other stuff you're talking about. Every he may come up with the cure for cancer. You don't know. You don't know what what his he's a young man. His life may be worth something later on. All of those lives that's locked up have value. You think they're just garbage. They have value. No, no. Nobody said that. Also put value on all the people that have to then warehouse that person and Uh. and protect the safety and well being of everybody else in that facility. Yeah. There's a lot of biblical things, biblical things that are that are biblical that you overlook, totally overlook. Uh, and guess what? Mike Melgen, run with it. Yeah. Blind, in the Old Testament, when the, the Israelites took over Israel, he told them to go in and kill every man, woman, and child. God did that. And if you also, there's, I'm sure you're aware of the story of Lot in Sodom and Gomorrah where Lot's wife turned back and God turned her into a pillar of salt. Okay. Now, how do you justify? That, she didn't you, listen. She trying. didn't. She didn't listen to God. Okay. Those people that you're talking about, they listen to God. They got a direct order. But 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 that but the commandment thou is not like John says. It's not commit murder, which is a senseless act. God, you know, had his armies going against other people all the time and killing them. Yeah. That's you, you wait wait wait. Time out. Hey Mike Mike, Mike Mike. Hold on. Vilan. Exodus twenty one twelve. Anyone who strikes a person with a fatal blow is to be put to death. That's, that's when it's to be put to nah, death. Yeah, that's when people no, start writing in their own stuff. That wasn't that 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 wasn't from God. That's when people start writing in their own meanings. The bottom line is, Wait, man. No, 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 no. Time out. Who wrote Exodus? You tell me. Moses. Okay. Moses was a tough army general dude. Oh my god. Back in the day. Milan, <laughs> listen. 
Blah. So, you know, so, so, so Lon's being a hypocrite now too, because huh? he, now he can justify. What I don't listen. Want. I'm not. I'm not. Oh I'm God. not no Bible thumper. You, we shouldn't be killing people. That's your problem. We shouldn't be killing understand. people. I don't, I don't, I don't you understand God's ways. We shouldn't be killing. People. He doesn't. Period. He really doesn't. And just because some politician says it's okay to kill doesn't mean it's okay to kill. Hey, Vilan, you you are a murderer, him? Mike. You a murderer. Right. You are pro murder. Mike, thanks so much for calling. Dude, you alright today? Yeah. You sure? I don't like murderers. Don't be a murderer. Wait, well, guess what? You, are you listening to yourself? Yeah. yeah. You don't like murderers. This whole but country the, was founded in murder. Stop, stop. You don't like murderers. No. But the people who who receive the death penalty are murderers most of the time. They they're still oh people, human beings. Listen to yourself though. We'll be right back. It's the show the mainstream media doesn't want you to know about. It's Black and Right with John Anthony on AM560, The Answer. Maybe I'm foolish, maybe I'm blind. Thinking I can see through this and see what's behind. Got no way to prove it. Welcome so back maybe I'm to Black and Right Radio on AM560, The Answer. But I'm, only human I'm your host, John Anthony. Um, Valon is testing my patience today. I mean, like, really testing my patience that, you know, his understanding of pro-life, you know. But, Dennis, you were saying during the, stage, during the break, there are people who are purists in that manner who believe every life, you know, don't kill a life, period. That's right. And that, you know? and everybody's entitled to their opinion. That's, yeah. what, that's what makes America great. Everybody yeah. has their, their opinion, but as a state... We make laws to allow people to have certain things, and that's supposed to be what the will of the people is, right? Yeah. So uh, I guess we'll see where things really end up here in a couple of weeks, right? Yeah. I mean, here's a, all this stuff. Now, remember, because we always have to talk about abortion. Right. That's on the ballot on November 8th. Right. Right? That's what we say. Women's rights are on the ballot. Equality is on. Everything's on the ballot. So I hope that people are listening here because there's, there's a lot of stuff that's coming up. It's coming up fast. There's a lot of attacks. People got to sort out through what fact and what right. fiction is, and how do you save the state of Illinois, John? How right. do you do it? Right. We, 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 good leadership. We need. First of all, we need leaders to lead us through this. You know, people who have to be afraid, not afraid to stand up and speak their voice on behalf of their residents, no matter what yeah. place you serve in. So yeah, I agree. And you know what? <clears throat> I, I I get beef every time I say this, but as as it relates to an uh, uh, an individual going out wanting to go and get an abortion, listen, I have no right to stop that person. Because my my thing is, I don't believe taxpayer fund money should ever pay for that. If an individual wants to go out and, and have an abortion, it, I, it's that's between them and them. That is between them and doctor. And and I would hope the 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 person, the other person involved in it, John, the state of Illinois wants to pay for out of state abortion. I know. Well, they are paying for out of state abortion. So again, at what point in time does it become too much? Right. What is enough enough? You know what? I I, I got to correct this. Everybody keeps talking because we use this too loosely over here on this side. As far as Illinois is paying for tax or uh, taxpayer abortion, that's kind of a lie. Um, you have to have Medicaid. If you're on Medicaid, it, it'll be paid for. Everything will be paid for. But if not, because I know some women that did it, it, it varies between six hundred and seven hundred dollars for that abortion. They don't. Ju- it's not a flat out. We just pay for people. I, and I want to see. I don't want to be a hypocrite today. Belon, we do. So I'm not going to let us get away. But we with do. That. We do not, pay. Not. No. What do you, what do you, wait, wait, we wait, wait, wait. Medicaid. Who do you pays know what for Medicaid? Forty was about. I understand that. But I'm talking, exactly. about, no, I'm talking but, about the average person like you and me that's not on public aid. It doesn't pay for it. Belon, House Bill Forty changed all of that. 
That's what you don't understand. When Governor Rauner signed, signed House Bill 40, it changed all that. It's for everybody. John, I just a woman just went and got an abortion last week that I know. They told me and cried on my shoulder and said she had to do it. And it cost her $700. She's not on Medicaid. A person that just works a regular job, like me and you, has to pay out their pocket. Wait, hold on. Let's go to this caller. Maurice, driving. Welcome to Black and Right. Hey, John. Hey, Verlon. It's Maurice. How's it going? Uh, I'm, it's going really well. We go way back, John. You know yeah. who this is, right? Yes, I do. Hey, so I wanted to chime in on the uh, the abortion uh, topic that Verlon brought up. So I heard both, you know, um, both sides of the story, and I want to, uh, you know, lean in agreement with, with you, John, but I wanted to just uh, say that the reason why I think um, there's a such thing as the death penalty uh, for, you know, heinous murders uh, that are committed is that at some point in time, you got to set an example uh, to alleviate uh, those types of, types of heinous crimes from happening anymore. So that's why you, you know, go ahead and you impose the death penalty uh, just to keep and prevent anyone else from thinking that he can do that, you know, a heinous crime. Uh, well, that's what it was originally someone for, else. Tenet. Yeah. Does right. stop so, again, it? I don't think... And, my, and, I don't think you, and I don't think that you can lump in. I yeah. don't think hey, listen, Maurice, we're, we're up against a hard break, so I got to let you go. Thanks so much for calling. Okay. Thanks so much for listening. Uh, reach back out to me. Uh, listen in the Black right. and White Hour 3 coming up next. Prepare to have your mind opened. The lies of the mainstream media are about to be exposed. And the hypocrisy of the left is about to be revealed. This is a revolution in how you think about politics, race, and culture. You've tuned into Black and Right with John Anthony on AM560, The Answer. I'm coming in. Yeah, coming in hot, just like the fajita, I write what I live, my life in the speaker, I'm nice with the flow. Welcome back, hour three of Black and White Radio on AM560, The Answer. I'm your host, John Anthony. Uh, I don't know if we're still live. Are we still live on um, on the air, repeat? Or have we, have we gotten kicked? Oh, we're still live on radio. That's all. It's always good to be on radio. Uh, but we're also on YouTube, Rumble. And um, Facebook, I'm so glad I, I created a whole new YouTube channel because, as you know, my YouTube channel was deleted by we're no longer oh, we're no longer over there. Okay, my YouTube channel, my YouTube channel was deleted. So, mm, all right, it is what it is. But uh, if you missed any of the first two hours, if you missed the first two hours, because uh, Valon caused a lot of trouble, especially that last hour, um, go head over to five sixty answer dot com, download the podcast. You can listen to me anytime you want without any of the commercials. I should also um, note that starting next week, uh, we have a new showtime. We're moving from 12 to 3, and we're moving to 4 to 7 p.m. This is this was a time that I wanted originally, um, but the, um, it was occupied. The, the slots were occupied. So I'm, I'm really excited about moving to 4 to 7. I apologize to those who listen to 12 to 3 who um, have, have helped make this show a very um, important show on, on Saturdays, you know, We'll just make four to seven great again as well. Um, Rep. Letty, <laughs> you good, man, after that last one? Yeah. The 120 Life is calming me down. Yeah, it so, does. You know, Verlon likes to mix it up a little bit. <laughs> he does. He does. He but calls. you know what? Now, 
now it's going to be political. We have two guys running for office. Dennis has a story to tell that, uh, that that we were talking about the last hour, but we didn't get a chance to touch it. It was during the break. And we got a young guy over here. Could you tell him your name? Well, oh, 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 I'm 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 I'll I'm introduce him. I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. <laughs> what did you say about Dennis? Uh, he, the, the story you tell, they, they're running attack ads against this man about abortion and all this old crazy stuff. Yeah. Well, yeah, it's true, Dennis. It, it, you know, when you have $3 million to spend in two weeks, one that tells me our messaging about crime and inflation in the economy is working. It is. Uh, but as I had said to you guys before, when you have to explain to your granddaughters about what stuff is and what's coming up, that's just, that's just how these guys run. They're, yeah. they're bad actors. They don't care. They're, they lay waste to wherever they try to go, and they want to get you off message because it's the only thing they want to be able to talk about. So um, the other thing, you know, they've attacked me on is guns and assault yeah. weapons, and I want everybody that has mental health problems to have You mean AR-15s, assault weapons? Oh, yeah. AR-15s, which yeah. are rifles. Yeah. Uh, the mayor of Highland Park is going to be at the DuPage County Board meeting on Tuesday at 10 a.m. to talk to the county board about they should pass an assault weapons ban. And we all know what that's about. Right. She just did a commercial endorsing J.B. Pritzker to mm-hmm. talk about that. And I guess now she's going to bring uh, that message to the DuPage County Board. Why, John? Yeah. Because the Republicans are poised to take back all of the offices in DuPage County. That, that would be amazing. That would be amazing. Yeah. With fighters, too. That's right. We've got people who are ready to stand which, up. Which, which is a perfect segue into why I wanted Vince Romano, who's running for the 16th district, go uh, our buddy Lou Langzo district. Uh, I, I was with Amy Jacobson on the morning show. I, was that Wednesday or Thursday? It was, Vince? It was Thursday. Thursday, Thursday. Wednesday morning. Um, and I and I and I heard him speak, and I said, "Hey, do you mind speaking to the mic?" Yo, I think his microphone's yeah. turned off. Yeah, look and see if it's on. Yeah, he's on. And and, and, and I said, I, I I said, "Hey, I got to have you on the show Saturday if you if you have the time. Um, we need new, fresh blood, new people with new ideas, people who are willing to fight." And that's why that's one of the reasons why I want you back there, Dennis, because I know you're a fighter. But Vince, um, talk to the listeners about who is Vince Romano and why you're running for the 16th uh, legislative district in the House. Um, so I, I ran back in 2012 against Lou Lang, like you said. And it's pretty much the same reasons I ran now with some extras coming on. So I'll start why I originally ran back in 2012. We're breaking families apart is what it actually comes down to at the end of the day. You may think your kid's going to get a good education here, but are they going to find a good job here? And, the, and people know that, and their kid's going to go somewhere else, find a good job. They're going to find their significant other there. They're going to get married. They're going to raise their kids there. Now we've effectively broken families apart. They're not going to have their grandparents. They're not going to have their aunts and uncles and their family support around them, raising their children's, ch- children. And the grandparents aren't going to have their grandkids there. They're going to have to travel to go see them. And that's what I saw 10 years ago. And I gave these warning signs, and everything I said has come true. And now you look at it, and I say that same speech to people, and they're like, you know what, it's right. Yeah, my brother left, and my mom followed him to Texas, or they went to Indiana, or they went to Florida or Tennessee. They're going to better states. And it's pretty sad that you have all these resources. Like I said on Wednesday, you have a land that connects all their lands, Illinois, all the rail and trucking hubs. No one else can have that we have because of our location. We have access to the Atlantic and the Gulf. You have some of the best farming lands in the world. You have natural gas. You have coal. You have two international airports and a world-class metropolis. Yet we're bankrupt. Yeah. And it's like, how do you, how do, you do that? Right. How do you take all those resources? And we're the most taxed state <laughs> overall. And it's like, 
we need to stop asking who needs to pay more and to be like, we have all these resources. We're the most taxed state. We need to find out where this money's going before we start saying we need to pay more. Right. Because the number one reason people are leaving are, is taxes. And yeah. they're only And they don't is, feel safe, too, now. Well, you and know. that's the other thing. The caveat I said between last time and this time, it is crime. Crime is yeah. the number one issue going on right now. I was just knocking doors. I left at 1 o'clock from West Rogers Park, going door to door. I was at the location. We had three shootings in the last week there. A 13-year-old kid got shot in the head. A woman got shot in her car. And we had the uh, uh, Salim uh, Como. I was just literally parked out front in front of his store. This? In West Rogers on Western Avenue. Wow. And it... it and. And that's, Safety that's, Act hasn't even started yet. Yeah. And that's how bad crime is. And three blocks from my mom's house in Skokie, just I live a mile from my mom in Skokie, three blocks from her house, we had a break-in with a shooting. The, the day I, I came on the show, I found out when I left, there was a shooting. Uh, somebody broke into a garage, went to steal a car. The guy woke up and went in his garage. The guy jumped out. There were two cars waiting. They fired three shots at him and went off. Wow. And I asked the cops, I go, hey, I go, What's the charge for that? I went to a beat meeting that night. We had the beat meeting for our area. And he goes, well, that's aggravated discharge. I go, according to the Safety Act, I go, you let him go, right? He goes, yeah, yeah as it is today. Yeah, that's just. Now, where's the 16th and as, as it relates to the, uh, let's look at the state of Illinois. Where is it at? Where is uh, it at? So 50th Ward, Chicago. So I have half city, half burbs so is basically the population distribution. So I have 50th Ward of Chicago, which is uh, West Rogers Park, all of Lincolnwood and the south half of Skokie. Okay. So I'm just north side city and the north side burbs right there. I have a, I have a question for both of you, yeah. you and Dennis. Uh, J.B. Pritchard signed this policy into law as far as the, uh, the education, more further education for our kids. It's called media literacy. It's, it's to teach kids how to sort through information and what's good information and what's misinformation. This is about to be taught in our schools now. Disinformation board, huh? So, so it's basically they're going to teach them to only listen to state media. How do you all feel about that? So Newspeak? Yeah. But yeah, basically, yeah, Newspeak. Yeah. So is these going to be like Facebook fact checkers teaching our children what's, I, what's good I, I and what's don't know, not? I don't know what, where they're going to pinpoint, <laughs> but it's about the information that's in the media, what's good media, what's bad media. They're going to start teaching that to the kids. Yeah, that's... Uh... That's a, probably a big no-go. Oh, it's, it's there. <laughs> yeah, well, it's a it's, no-go in my book. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's a no-go in probably the majority of parents. Might Has the governor signed it? Yeah. Oh, okay. See, it, it's right back to uh, only supermajority Democrats can yeah. tell us what we should think and what we should do and what we should know. And where do you start? How do you change an entire society? You change it in the schools. You lecture people. And then if the parents rise up, as they have been, mm-hmm. rightfully so, that how are they? How are those parents treated? We send the FBI out after yeah. them, right? Terrorists, they're domestic terrorists. Domestic right? terrorists. Um, I think the parents should be the most influential group of what they want in their local schools, not the General Assembly always dictating what chapter this should be about and, and what the new policy should be. How about let the teachers decide? Take care of STEM classes. Take care of all those things. Stop telling me how to how to disregard. Certain things that are newspapers, or I'm, oh, I was told the Democrats told me the one newspaper I read, that's not even real news. That's oh, misinformation, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right? right? They had to tell me about it. Yeah. Because if they don't like what they hear, they don't want to hear it, then it's misinformation. And we had a governor, candidate, I mean, governor's candidate on the Democrat side who said, um, I won't do a debate unless you, you right. stop unless, running certain Unless things. a major news agency in the state of Illinois changed their entire policy. Isn't that me- media manipulation? 
And, and, and why should the people stand for it? I don't even know what, mis- what is misinformation. Yeah. I thought we were t- always taught that more speech is better, right? Right. right. Yeah. Put all the information out there. Let all of us as individuals decide. Not anymore. Yeah. No. This is more taking away parental control. Right. Parental rights, and, and, I think. And that's what I want to get on, because I know, I know there were some people that introduced a parent's bill of rights. Um, I want to get your take on what you think about the parent's bill of rights. I also want to get your take on um, Amendment 1. If we can discuss Amendment 1, because, I mean, there's so many, so much stuff. You talk about misinformation. It's all out there. <laughs> Are you we going to get labeled again? Right. You listen to Black and Right. We'll be right back. Let's get it to him, baby girl. Black and Right continues on AM560. Once again, here's John Anthony. Welcome back to Black and Right Radio on AM560, The Anthem. I'm your host, John Anthony, live in studio. Oh, no, <laughs> streaming live in studio with the Troublemaker, my friend Dennis Rebelletti, candidate for the Illinois State Senate, Vince Romano, candidate for the Illinois Representative 16th. Um, as you know, during the um, gubernatorial, and, and after Pritzker has pretty much run this state like he's the king, um, there were a lot of cries for developing a parent's bill of rights. I know, um, um, what's his name, gubernatorial candidate, Schimpf, he had one on his website. What are your thoughts on providing, because we have criminal rights, I mean, um, um, crime victims' rights, we have uh, a couple other people who have their own rights. What are your thoughts about giving parents rights as it relates to the state of Illinois? I don't think we have to give them any rights. They already have them. Yeah. I mean, do we have to spell or have a bill that parents have rights? Like, right. To me, this is a constitutional thing. Yeah, it parents is. have rights over their kids. That's common sense. Yeah, yeah. Well, we actually have to put a bill together for this? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, I, I agree, but at the same time, Springfield is good at passing laws that say we really mean it this time, right? So we already passed a law, then we repass it again uh, for people. But I don't think parents need a bill of rights. They have the bill of rights, right. which is they have a vote. They have a voice. They elect people, and when they don't like it, they need to elect the people out of office that are actually taking away their rights. Right. What do you say to people who say, "Well, uh, and here in the state of Illinois, let's be, let's stay here. Um, we have election season, so that that helps them. That helps the party in power maintain power." Look, John. Who, who as far as the Democratic Party is concerned, they're the parent. Government right. is the parent, not the parents. Aren't that's, the parents? That's right. So I would never trust them to do a parental bill of right or yeah. to, to modify the Constitution, because whatever they would put in there, they would just lie to the general public. They'd make yeah. it sound nice, and then it really what they would end up voting on is something that was against their own interests. You took the words right out of my mouth. Exactly. Uh, uh, the progressives believe that it takes a village to raise a child, so they all, anybody, should have input on how you raise your kid because it should be all-inclusive. How do you fight back against people who think like that? Look, mm. No, I mean the 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 parents in my district are incensed of what's going on. Yeah, so in t- schools. tell us those you told on, on impact about Democrats who have come out to you. Oh yeah, I mean it, there's a the libraries going on. What's going on in schools? Parents didn't know. Parents didn't know what was going on, and now they're using their rights and saying, "Hey, what's going on here?" They're showing up at school boards. They're we got in Niles Township. We are running 
uh, school board slates for our high schools, for the for the local grade schools, everything, because it's gone out of control. And they're going after the uh, libraries and what's being taught there and shown to kids. And parents are just now, they didn't have the information. Right. The big thing is educating these parents, and they have their rights already, and they're coming down and saying, whoa, this has gone way too far. Right. But like you said, the Democrats are like, hey, these aren't our daddy's Democrats anymore. This right. has gone like way too far left. Where they're like, hey, we can't well, support this. This is not your uncle's. Memory. <laughs> right. not, this is not your uncle's Democrat right. party. I mean, right. JFK yeah. would be a, a conservative Republican yeah. under under where things are at. But I, I will tell you, John, what we've seen in our polls, and I don't say about all Democrats, there are a lot of folks that are moving towards my campaign because they care about the issues. Right. If I can speak to them directly as we are all the time, they care about public safety, they care about taking care of their family, they care about the economy, they don't care about all these other side issues. And so when you're speaking to people and they're being left out, you give them the option because I'm still going to speak for them regardless, and that's what people are listening to right now. And they're tired of being told what to do by Governor Pritzker, who rules by fiat, continues to rule by fiat, and that is when enough is enough. And, and, and especially about things you have no power to, 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 to change. You know, you keep, I mean, I, I, the same message is going out on everybody. I'm sure it's, it's probably hitting you too. Anti-abortion, uh, you know, want to lock up women. You know, um, Reveletti, you can't change that. That I mean, that ha- I mean, the only way that changes is if, if, if first of all, if, if we don't do it to the legislative body with a new governor, um, the Supreme Court. That's the only way you you shift or change abortion here in the state of Illinois. So why are they running hitting you with that ad? Because they hit you. Because they have the, all they can do is lie. Yeah. Uh, talk about they say I'm a fear monger. I'm dangerous. I'm extreme. What do they do? They lie to women. Yeah. That women can't see through the lies. That I'm going to lock up women. I'm going to lock up doctors. I'm going to lock up everybody. So enough. <laughs> Liberals lie. It's what they do. I mean, they, they can't run on. They cannot run on the issues, so they got to use abortion and everything else. And I tell people, when you're talking to these people, just say, "Hey, do you value childhood innocence?" And Ooh. most Democrats, boom, yeah. yeah. Well, you yeah. need to vote for us. Yeah. Do, you, yeah. do you value safety for your family and communities? Well, yeah. Well, you need to vote for us. Do you yeah. value parental control and consent? Yeah. They're ninety percent of them that they're for. They're for that. So those are their values. Those are our values. Those aren't the Democrat Party's values right now. They want to take control of your kids. They want to create more crime with the Safety Act, no cash bail. Right. And by the way, no cash bail doesn't mean you're paying with a credit card now. Cash bail means like you're out free, free to go, catch and release. Because right. I've talked to a lot of people who think no cash bail means paying with a credit card. Right. Sorry oh, to get the people. That's stupid. Uh, yeah. That's stupid. But, yeah. Uh, well, as you know, uh, uh, Rebeletti is a former Will County prosecutor. So. Oh, sorry. He knows yeah. the deal. But yeah, and... All those things that they're worried about and inflation and what's going on in the state with our taxes, that's affecting everybody's bottom line, everybody's values. But, and that's the things we could come around and change in the state. You also notice that they have no messaging about who they are, what they what they want to do. It's all about what you, you know, how bad you guys are. Right. That's yeah. running. That's that's Republican. Yeah, we're, we're extreme. Right. We're right. The extremists. That's the we're the extremists. It's too like, extreme for Illinois. Yeah. That's the the only thing. Everybody's extreme. It's like 80% of the people are for limitations on abortion, yeah. of going past the 15 weeks and stuff like that. They're up for to the day it's born and and partial birth out abortions. Of the, out of the womb. Out of the womb. Yeah, let but it die. You know like, what? That, that phrase. That's not extreme. You need to hammer that phrase home. Childhood oh. innocence. Yeah. Why are you bombard, bombarding these kids yeah. with all of these issues? They 
let them be innocent. Yeah. Let us gravitate. Let the not us, but let the kids gravitate to what they will naturally gravitate to, like all of us did. They're influencing them. They're yes. brainwashing them. It's like, why are you doing? Kid, give me a week with a kid. I'll convince him he's whatever you want him to be. Yeah. Like, uh, give me a program and here, give me a week with a kid. And now they have bills in there for schooling. You were talking about before. You could have eight one and a half hour sessions with a child in school uh, for like social. Um, a social worker before they tell the parent anything. Yeah. Do you know yeah. what you could do in eight one and a half hour sessions? Yeah. Yeah. Over two months. Yeah. To yeah. a kid's mind, especially a skilled social worker. Oh yeah. Someone who who dibbles and dabbles with brains. Yeah. And these are the most influential. The, the kids are the most influential. It's yeah. not like you're talking to an adult and you're working on them. It's like okay, you got a kid that wants to make everybody happy. Of course, he's going to agree with you. Not only that, this is an authority figure that they're talking yes. to. Yes. Think about that. You yes. tell them, listen to the authority figures. That's one thing that we parents teach the kids. Listen to the authority figures. Do you want your kid listening to that authority figure? Right. Yeah. Parents, Teaching that? Parents I, are either pulling their kids out of school or they're going to have to say, hey, don't believe what your teacher tells you. Right. right. Like, right. At that point. I, I'm, I'm looking for the audio that when during the debate, um, Pritzker and Bailey, when Bailey said, you know, you, you say I'm extreme, and then Bailey just ran, you know, ran off all these things about what Pritzker signed, which right. was extreme. One of them being the printer notification for, I mean, anybody other, was it, was it 13, Ripley? Yeah. That, that can go and have an abortion without their parents uh, being notified. Yeah. Um, Dan Prof actually had an ad with a woman. Uh, I forget her name. Do you, you recall her name? The lady who said that if, if she had had, if her parents could have no, been notified, um, that maybe the, her um, sex trafficker would have been caught and she would have been saved. Yeah. Why? What you what what you say? Look at you pulled one on me, man. You know, I, I was watching that. So uh, come look, on, again, those are extreme policies. We yeah, believe yeah. that now kids can make all kinds of decisions, right, about their bodies right. and about their futures. However, we now let them vote at seventeen, right? right. We, we we've changed the dynamic, <laughs> but for for committing crime, it's different. Twenty four, right? Remember, and then when they were oh, told, yeah, the brain's not developed till it's twenty six, right? Twenty six, yeah, twenty six years old. So we're, so we're going to treat you like a kid when you're carjacking somebody, <laughs> but you're not a kid to make other major decisions. We don't let kids buy cars and that. houses <laughs> and everything else because they don't know what they're doing. Think about that. Listen, did you see uh, Amy played it on on Wednesday or Thursday morning? There was a a, a, a drag show. Mm. Little innocent three-year-old child, they're tipping them and things of that nature. Listen, I, before you try to call me out, two of my uncles were 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 were, were um, um, drags, and one thing my uncle would always say, I could never go, I could never be around them, because he he never wanted to, you know, infiltrate my mind to 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 make me, you know, he he kept me away. He he protected. What do you call it? Childhood innocence? Innocence, yeah. He protected my childhood innocence. And if he was alive today, my uncle would be rolling in his grave because he he was a homosexual. He was a drag queen. He he would go out and and, and perform with Patti LaBelle. But one thing he believed in, adults do whatever the heck you want. Leave the kids alone. Why have we fallen so far from that? Answer that question when we return. Back to Black and Right with John Anthony on AM560, The Answer. Troublemaker, Rebel Eddie, and candidate for the 16th Vince Romano. 
And, you know, I, I was telling you guys about the, um, I'm sorry, repeat, I was supposed to let you play that. I was telling you about um, Darren Bailey and how he called Pritchard's stream. We were only able to find an eight-second clip of it. Roll it um, for me, Pete. Let's talk about extremism. Governor Pritzker is perfectly fine with our children getting abortions without their parents knowing anything about it. What is, Reverend, you, you, you were in Springfield before I was. You remember they used to always pass bills. What was, what was Monique Davis? What was her, we do it for who? The children. The children. Remember, there, there was a time when people like Monique, uh, God rest her soul, Esther Golar, uh, when 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 they believed in protecting the children, how did that shift, and or when did that shift happen? That, that is a good question, but I, I the think pendulum, the pendulum swings. I've always talked about the yeah. pendulum, John, but but we 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 the pandemic really opened up our eyes, yeah, and they understood and they realized how much power they could grab with something in scaring people and telling you if you speak up, then that's too bad for you, so. Uh, think about all the kids that have been harmed for a lifetime, those that need help, that need speech therapy, those that are, have been held back from other grades because they can't read at the right grade level. Think about all of that. And then we th- said that, you know what the best type of school is? Screen school. Mm-hmm. That's what I called it when my son went to the University of Kentucky and I had to pay $50,000 so he could sit in his dorm room and go to class. That passed. Why? Because we were told, we were told by government, Democrat government that only they know what they can do. Only they can be our parent. And that's the shame of all of this. That's dangerous. That's extreme. We don't protect our children anymore. We use them as political pawns to advance the final end game. But yeah. but the government thinks they are protecting the children. Do you do you did you see how Val Demings hit Mark Garubio on stage and said you would make a ten year old girl have a baby because you are totally pro life. See, that's what I mean by totally pro-life. And Marco Rio really didn't have a response to that. So and they, it's an emotional argument. You can't. Yeah, I know. But, <laughs> well, it's still, it's almost like taking a hit. Yeah. And then, you know, as far as education, well, we're all inclusive. We teach LGBTQ so they won't experience violence from these same kids when they get older because they'll know about it's it. Not the, they're not their role, though, right? I mean, at least. It's, I, I'm just it, telling you what they believe. No, no, no. I'm, 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 I'm backing you up. Oh, okay. It's, it should not be the government's role to determine what my kids learn in, in, in that fashion as, as it relates to those type of social issues. When did we decide that parents can't parent anymore? Yeah. Huh. What, what, was, what day was that? I don't know. I don't know. Very good. Well, who was it? Youngkin in uh, Virginia? He won. Oh, yeah. But the guy came out and yeah. said parents have no right, no say. And that was the end of that for him. Oh, wow. wait, 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 wait. Who, who, who won in Virginia? What's his name? Glenn Youngkin. Glenn Youngkin. Yeah, yeah, but I think it was his opponents. Well, his opponents. Yeah, so, I, I, I just want to straighten that yeah. out. Yeah, Youngkin won because he fought, he fought back. The people fell in behind him because the ones that, that believe the way we believe, they fell in behind him right. and they won. They right. said, well, we don't have a right for our kids. Right. That was it. I want you to hear something um, who I think is probably the number one governor in the state, of, I mean, in the, in the country right now, Ron DeSantis, what he's had to say about um, kids having to receive the vaccine. Sure. Um, I, I know Darren Bailey has, uh, I've seen some um, um, comments on it. I would love to him to come out like this. To make clear again, uh, I know the CDC has added the COVID shot for kids to the immunization schedule in the state of Florida. Uh, that will never be a pretext for there to be a mandate 
of COVID shots for kids. That is the parents' decision. Uh, that is not something that is appropriate uh, to be mandated uh, in our schools. And so that's the law that I signed into law uh, last year because we saw where this was going. Uh, and it's something that we'll continue to uphold um, and make sure that that's the case. Uh, so I know a lot of parents have been concerned about that. You know, just know that, that in Florida, you know, we're going to protect your prerogatives and we'll, we'll continue to do that. Okay. Representative, you were in Springfield in 2010 when the um, swine flu hit, right? I was. Um, did we do any of this? And it was actually affecting kids more than it did adults. Did we do any of these measurement measures? No, and I don't remember any updates from the Illinois Department of uh, Public Health or any other uh, the state's doctors or anybody else coming forward saying what re- uh, type of uh, mitigations we needed to take. We still, oh, that's right, John, we still went to work. Remember when the General Assembly actually went to work during a yeah. pandemic? Yeah. Everybody went to work, and then all of a sudden, uh, Obama even had to figure out that, oh, yeah, I better declare this a pandemic because there are issues. Yeah. And that directly impacted kids. I and don't they know how testing. many that's And they right. stopped testing. That's how it went away. Yeah, nobody, nobody <laughs> talked about that. It literally stopped. People were still getting it, but uh-huh. they completely shut down testing. But, but here we are again. This was a with, power grab. That's right. Here we are again with man. lower than the flu. Right. Here we are with mandates again. Only they know what's best. Not right. the CDC. We can trust the CDC now. Right. right. I got to be that guy. I'm sorry. I forgot. It was a reason why Obama did shut it down. It wasn't just blatantly shut it down. People were blaming it on Hispanics. Uh, Hispanics coming from Mexico, and that's why. They were blaming this on China. Yeah, but nobody's, China. nobody's running across the border from China. They didn't want to demonize That's those not. People. That's not true. There are people coming through the southern border yep. from all countries. That's right, all countries. Yeah, now, but. but no, it's always been. <laughs> but it's not like been. Hispanics. You know, you were mainly demonizing Hispanics, and he didn't want to do that. Yeah, you know what? Again, the left, I tell you. Rules for thee, not for me. We'll be right back. This is Black and Right with John Anthony on AM 560. The answer. Welcome back to Black and Right Radio on AM 560. The answer. I'm your host, John Anthony. Why are you sweating, bro? Man, I had got a compliment two weeks ago saying, You don't even bust a sweat. I'm sweating yeah, today. I right. I just, wait, I, I was the one that. What, was that? Tina that did that. Right? Yeah, that was easy. Yeah. You don't even bust a sweat. <laughs> oh my goodness, man! We have there's there's just so much happening in this country and in, in, in our world. Um, if 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 we don't shift, yep, I said it, Signor. If we don't shift the pal- the balance of power in this state in this election, is there any hope, guys? Not for Illinois. I believe Illinois is gone. It's yeah. done. If you don't, if you don't elect enough people to fight back, then it's not going to matter, because there won't be much left to fight over. But the pendulum yeah. is still out there, though. And I understand that, but you still have to fight back, and it, it is district by district, which yeah. means we need this gentleman, Mr. Romano, to come down. Myself, there's another a, a, a huge contingent of excellently uh, resumed candidates that could make a difference. Yeah. But they have to be, they have, people have to understand, this is the time now. These next couple of weeks are everything. Yeah. Turn off broadcast TV. Yeah. Read your mail. See what those commercials are. Learn about the candidates and understand that this is the first line of defense. And then it's the next election where we look at school boards and park districts and, and school districts, everything else, because the fight has to continue on. But I'm very worried if we don't get this governor's office back that I'm very afraid of what, was, what this guy is going to do. 
for the next four years if he sticks around. Now, Dennis, now Dennis now remember what I told that guy at the cigar shop yesterday. Uh, Black, uh, it was Thompson Cigar? Yes, at Thompson Cigar what's the name, Shop. What's the name of it? It's, it's, it's uh, uh, Elmhurst Cigar yeah, Shop. Elmhurst, okay. Um, black people are used to suffering through everything. So people like John, he'll never leave. No matter what tyrant <laughs> we have in office, he'll never leave. But I want to ask both of you, if we don't win this election, will you leave? I have I have family here. I have a business here, but I won't. I certainly won't retire here, Vermont. Did they hit you? That's a little for bit. Sure. I'm sorry. So you you said what is what he messing with me? I'm not gonna I'm not gonna retire here. That's for sure. <laughs> okay, but okay, I have yeah. a business. I have family here, and so I'm gonna I'm gonna be here. So, but I'll spend less and less time here. Okay. Yeah. What about you? If you don't have an exit strategy, if, if things don't go our way, yeah, you have to have an exit strategy. Most people I talk to, voters, they have exit strategies. <sighs> you don't have well. one. Oh yeah! I've, oh, you do. Okay. Oh yeah. All right. I'm a I'm a businessman. I'm licensed here in Indiana. I know what's going on in real estate. I've looked Florida. I got business. So, what is your business? What do you what, what What is your business? So, I, I like I said, I do a few things. Yeah. I got um, real estate. I do licensed here in Illinois. I have a firearms company. I invented a new type of firearm and a bulletproof holster. So, I have a Fox Unit. Which that. you have patents on, right? Right. Yeah. yeah, I got uh, three patents on the holster and one, two coming on the second one coming on the firearm. And then I help my family with some buildings. I got elderly parents I help take care of, so it's not like we could just pick up. We got to find right. okay where we're going to go and um, keep with the business. Sounds like that's your why. That's why you're. That's why you're running. I don't want to have to leave. I mean, yeah. If you look at my video, we shouldn't have to leave. Yeah. I mean, we have our friends here. We have our families here. We have everybody here, and everybody has an exit strategy. But if we if things don't go our way, yeah. especially you want to talk about Amendment One. Amendment One passes. Yeah. Illinois has been on decline with people leaving. It's going to be exponential because you are not going to find a business to want to come in yeah. here. Listen, I'm pro-union. I've always been pro-union. I've never been afraid to say I'm pro-union. Um, but I, I, I've been reading up on Amendment 1. That kind of that kind of spooks me a little bit. It's it's crazier than it seems. I was doing it on some calls uh, with people, and they don't realize that the way it's worded, like how they like the word everything, it's of course. Pretty, pretty vague, pretty broad, yeah. and we'll... We'll pass it and find out what's really in it when right. we screw you over in two years. Right. Um, but if they say in a school district, a union, and, and it doesn't go to private unions. This is a big lie. The private union space is already occupied by federal law. So why are they, why, why are they behind it? Why are they backing it? Because I've, I've, I've because talked to some people. Because the unions lie to them. Yeah. I mean, liberals lie. It's what they do. Like I said, they're lying about it to pass a thing and say, oh, it's for these nurses and this and that. Well, unless they're in a public union for the nurses, it doesn't affect them. And even Vilvalam who's the sponsor, admitted, yeah, it's so constitutionally, Ron Vilvalin, that it's already occupied by federal space. But going back to my point of if the teachers union cut a deal with the school district to say, we're going to teach your kid to dress up however we want them to once a week just for, you know, an assignment. Well, that's a union contract. Sorry, you can't take it away. That's in the Constitution. Wow. That's how somebody explained this to me. And it's like, whoa, there's some scary stuff that could be going on here that it's not like, oh, we're just bargaining for rights. And anything they said that affects their uh, their wealth or well, however it's worded in the thing, I'm not exactly sure, but it's like they have carte blanche to do whatever. They're going to be the lawmakers. Uh, well, they already are. Uh, yeah, I mean, they're already bribing it, but now it's like, hey, we're going to cut out the middlemen here. We don't have to bribe the politicians anymore, and we're going to do whatever we want. You want to talk about misinformation or disinformation? Yeah. This only affects public sector unions. Right. right. That's it. Right. And and, and it, it takes away legislative discretion right. as to bargaining rights and everything else. So the unions already enjoy a lot of rights. They do. And now they want to put it in the Constitution that basically they can 
negotiate and bargain anything, including things like safety. Right. Right? So if, right. if they don't think schools safety's are way. safe enough, yeah. they, they can simply say, I'm going to go on strike. We want wow. that as part of uh, the bigger picture. We want everyone Who's driving this? You know, I, Who, it's, is it's it CTU? A, I don't know if it's CTU, but I, again, H- it's it's election year. Uh, Healthcare so. Council of oh, yeah, Illinois. The, yeah, it, it, it's a divider. It's a division. Right. It's, S- it's, it's, to make, it's to make Republicans look bad, especially people who who are, you know, who are who are respectful of unions. And the big lie is like, oh, our taxes will go down because we're bringing in more money. It's like exploit. Make this make sense to me. Right. We're going to pay public sector union workers, which come from our taxes, more money. But it's not going to cost us right. more. Um, <laughs> I, I want to give you both a minute when we get back from break, a minute to give your elevator speech. And, you know, also, I I think what you're seeing in the NFL with a lot of these so-called concussions could be because of the you-know-it. They're all having oh. the same effects, same same type of fallouts. Um all sports, but we're told to, we're told they have to. They're forced to take it. That's that's scary. I don't want to lose my YouTube. We'll be right back. <laughs> this is Black and Right with John Anthony uh, on AM five sixty. The answer. Welcome back to Black and Right, um, Vince. I, one of the things I want you to do is. I want to give you some ample opportunity to, 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 to give your elevator speech as to why people should vote for Vince Romano to become the next state representative. Because this is an open seat, correct? Uh, yeah, the incumbent got incumbent is gone, right? Yeah. <laughs> talk about politics, Al. She got knocked oh, I out. I got to show you something after the show. Yeah. Um, give, uh, talk to the people, to the voters of the 16th, as to why they should send Vince Romano to Springfield. Like I said before, if you value that childhood innocence of what's going on in schools and libraries, you need to vote for me. If you value safety for your families and your communities, you need to vote for me. It's it's time we have a change. If we keep going down the road we're on, we're going to wind up where we're headed, and it's not a good place where we're going right now. And like I said, a lot of Democrats realize this and are willing to make that change or even to help in my campaign. And mm-hmm. it's been amazing, and we just have to see what's going to happen come, uh, was it 17 days from now, November 8th? Is it 17 days? I try not to count every day, but people right. always remind me because it's uh, this is the last three weekends before the election. But you probably can't wait, huh? <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, this is the home exactly. stretch. <sighs> and, if, and like people that saw our show on Wednesday, they're like, as you said, you're like, oh, I sound authentic. They're like, if people listen to that, they'll vote for you. And it's just getting the word out there. So I just ask people to go to our Facebook page or our website and share our videos and just get the word out. We don't have the big money from the unions. We're grassroots, yeah. and nobody from the party really comes to help us. So yeah. it's, <laughs> we're on our own. We're, yeah. we're doing this because somebody's got to do it. Well, right. I, you know, I don't understand. It's just certain Republican candidates they should get behind because they don't have anybody else, especially now it's you versus the Democrat. But yeah. they're not getting behind you. I don't understand that. Uh-oh. Because you can catch lightning in the bottle. You just never know. You, you just never know. I mean, did anybody ever expect Kathleen Willis to take out Skip Saviano? No, we didn't expect that, but it happens. Just like the Democrats never thought I could take out my opponent, and here they are spending $3 million. The reason I'm running, John, is to take this state back from the power grabbers and, and, and the, the people that have busy telling everybody what they should be doing by people telling them to do things by fiat, telling them what they're wrong, telling them what they can say. One is enough enough, John. 
The enough is enough is right now. I want my son to graduate Florida State University and come back here with his engineering degree and make a living that he could do like how the opportunities that all of us sitting here had, our grandparents had. That isn't the Illinois that is available right now uh-huh. to him. We have brain drains. We have problems everywhere. I'm fighting for my son, my stepsons, my grandchildren. I want people to have a great opportunity for a future in this state. I'm not going to give out a, give up on it just quite yet, John, but it is now or never. People need to talk to their neighbors. They need to fight back, and the fight starts here right now. But my thing is, what happened to the Buckley rule when you are conservative enough? You know, I'm tired of people differentiating on one issue, and they throw you away. If, uh, ten issues, nine of them you agree. One issue, like you may be a pro-union uh, 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 Republican, oh, I can't mess with him. He's not really, he's, he's not conservative enough. Come on, man, get behind the guy. Yeah. Get behind the guy so we can be Republicans in charge. Right. I'll say this. I, I, I think it's taken from the, the preamble of the state of Illinois, our, our, our Republican Party preamble. Um, Providence has put us at a crossroads. If not us, who? If not now, when? Exactly. We have to win this election. Yeah. It is impa- we always say each election, this is the most important Im- most important election, but this is the most important election mm-hmm. in it our is. lifetime. I mean, you have to ask your, your listeners, have you had enough yet? Yeah. Real quick. Real quick. Thumbs, thumbs up. Ah, you like that, Villain? Yeah, thumbs up. <laughs> have you had um, enough yet? That's yeah, it. Have you had enough? <laughs> Bend over. Yeah, and, and guess what? Hey, guys, next week, show starts 4 to 7. Don't forget, I'm not, I will not be on 12 to 3 next week. Four to seven. Thank you so much. Pistol Pete, repeat. Thank you so much. Villan, Dennis, Vince, uh, Ashley Babbitt's mom, Mickey. Hey, guys, go download it. 560theanswer.com, black and right. Next week, see ya. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.